1: The new economic numbers are in and, uh, it's apocalyptic. But you knew that because you felt it yourself when you went to the gas station and it <laughs> cost you like a hundred bucks to fill up your gas tank. But yeah, the inflation numbers are in. It's funny because this story is coming out on a Friday. They are terrified. They're absolutely terrified of people seeing this. 8.6%, the highest in 40 years. And many other specific elements of the consumer market are actually the much, they are higher than even, uh, they're higher. Okay, hold on. Let me try this again. <laughs> Inflation is is higher than it's been in 40 years, but some things are actually well beyond that, going to like World War II. The prices have never been this high. The increases have never been this high. So it is brutally bad. And CNBC ran a survey of top chief financial officers who said there's going to be a recession at the beginning of next year, and it's going to get really, really bad, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. The funny thing is like they're telling us that we're still in a growth period, but I don't think anybody believes it because inflation is growing faster than anything else. There was this chart posted by someone on Twitter. It's really interesting. It shows Trump's years and it's like, everything's pretty good. And then right after Biden gets elected, it's just wages collapse and inflation skyrockets. So uh yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. The other thing we're going to talk about, they've got this thing called the, uh what was it? Have you guys heard about this? January sixth, what this thing that happened? Is I don't that, know. Is you that uh, a yeah. for some reason? They're doing some kind of hearing on on January sixth. Uh-huh. It's, it's weird. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about May twenty ninth. Uh, you oh, guys know yeah. the insurrection oh. on May twenty ninth. Oh yeah, when uh, far left extremists tried burning down the White House and forced the president into a bunker. So we're gonna have uh, our hearing Good and death. release our findings <laughs> on uh, May twenty ninth. Joining us to talk about all of this, we have Mister Andy No.
2: Hi Tim, thanks for having me on again. Oh, thanks for coming.
1: Well, who are you, for those who don't know?
2: I am an independent journalist, and I'm also an editor-at-large for the Post-Millennial. Right on. And author of the New York Times bestseller, Unmasked, Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy.
1: Well, then, it's the, you're the perfect person here uh, <laughs> for us to discuss the May 29th insurrection. Right. So thanks Indeed. for coming. We also have Libby. She's back. I'm here. Who are you, Libby?
3: I am Libby Emmons. I am the uh, editor in chief at The Post Millennial. Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Glad to hang out with Andy. All you all you fine fellows. <laughs> well, all right then.
4: <laughs> hey guys. Um I, I decided to fill up my tank today. I <laughs> I I drive a diesel Dodge Ram truck oh, that, <laughs> I, that I that I call Big Balls Becky. And uh, the, the, <laughs> the 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 truck it, it was like a quarter full. I spent $148.32. Yeah. Yeah. I will never financially recover from <laughs> right? this unless you go to <laughs> LukeUncensored.com <laughs> and ah, sign up on my go. members area where you get exclusive master classes, exclusive merchandise, a forum, and uh, videos almost every single day, including an on-the-ground report from one of our reporters, Josh Friedman from Ukraine. Check that out, LukeUncensored.com. Thanks for having me. Hey, buddy. Ian
5: Crossland here. I am your best friend and your worst nightmare. Get ready for this. (laughs) I was on Pop Culture Crisis earlier today. It was awesome with Brett and Mary, and uh, that's YouTube.com. Of course, you search Pop Culture Crisis, and you're going to find it. It was hot.
6: Pop Culture Christ, always a great time. I'm over there on Wednesdays as well. I also filled up today. I sent him a picture of the price of gas, and he was like, holy cow. And I was like, it's insane, dude. And I wasn't even buying diesel. I was just filling up my own own passenger car. So it sucks. It's hard to miss. I'm interested uh, how the Democrats are going to Pull this one
1: off. Oh, they're doomed. I had to mm. fill up today. Yeah, Ugh. I I, Ugh. I pulled my Tesla into the garage and plugged it in. And <laughs> oh, yeah, in <laughs> yeah. Ports. In. I don't. I don't know what you guys are talking about this gas stuff. I mean, I just drive an electric car, so I don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. you good. sound like. Why don't idea. you guys
3: just <laughs> yeah, buy electric cars? You yeah. sound like the CEO of General Motors, yeah, who yeah. <laughs> recently was showing <laughs> yeah. off an electric car that they had, yeah. and she was asked by a reporter where the uh,
4: electricity comes from to charge yeah. the, te- the electric vehicle. Yeah. yeah, and
3: so she pointed out the battery, and the reporter said, "Well, but." where do you charge the car? And she said, well, we charge it in the building. And he said, well, but where does the energy come from that charges the building? And she said, well, I, I think it's actually natural gas. So wow. Let's, no, no, we'll
1: talk about this. Before we get started, and head did over. did say
3: natural gas? She did We'll, say well, we'll, we'll, no, we'll she get into it. We'll get into, okay. into it. Hold it. Head Hold over it. to
1: <laughs> TimCast.com. Become a member and help support our work. As a member, you'll get access to exclusive segments of the Timcast IRL podcast Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. We didn't have one on Wednesday because you know we had to evacuate the building, and that sucks. But uh, we could use your help, and there was one up the other night. So uh, also, you're supporting our journalists, who we're hiring more of, mm-hmm. and uh, you're helping support the infrastructure. We are building a website and building tools that are outside of big tech Silicon Valley garbage and censorship. So don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, from CNBC. The recession will hit in the first half of 2023 and the Dow is headed lower. CNBC CFO survey. So they asked 22 CFOs, C-suite level dudes from like, I think they're Fortune 500 companies. And they all basically said, Oh, we're doomed. And they blamed the Fed. That was one of the interesting things that they said the Federal Reserve is a huge risk factor yep. for us. So, uh, it's going to get bad. We also have inflation. Biden inflation says the post-millennial. Inflation hits 41-year high as gas and food prices soar. That's right. You know it. I don't need to tell it to you. Gas prices have hit a $5 national average after a rapid rise. So here's what what we're seeing. August, food shortages. Gas prices are going to be through the roof. I think they're saying it's going to be $6 to $7 nationwide. So California will be over 10 bucks. that's for sure. And diesel shortages was one of the things that I'm seeing across the board. When that happens, everything else is going to go up. It's going to get way worse. And then here's the best part. The fall harvest is going to be depleted because we had no fertilizer in the springtime because of mm, the war exactly with Russia right. and Ukraine. So, so we're going to um, be screwed. I'll just say all of that stuff in and of itself right, – It's falling apart, the world is. Mm -hmm. And then you see the political stuff with January 6th, and I'm just like, this country's falling apart politically. Everything's just crumbling. How
3: are you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) We attacked, as a culture, we attacked our the foundations of our country. We attacked our cultural foundations. We completely destroyed what we were built upon ideologically, and now we are suffering the price of that. We're suffering the fallout from that. Well,
4: it didn't take a genius to see what was going to happen. Ever since the beginning of COVID, you could see the government intervening in the private market, shutting it down, allowing their friends to be open, and destroying any kind of possibility for upward economic mobility. It has been destroyed. People's futures have been destroyed, and these are the consequences we are paying for these lockdowns, for these politicians that thought that they could control every aspect of your existence because you let them control it
1: well so let's talk about this gas real quick because we were we were getting into this a little bit uh i was driving my tesla today Oh. and um, I was so confused why so everybody looked so angry at the gas station uh-huh. and I just shook my head and was like <laughs> silly did people just get an electric car it's only 60 grand oh, <laughs> did you wave at, did you wave at
4: them as you were driving by them I honked and I yelled at them good. and Very I said
1: you, you need to buy electric cars and the guy yelled back I can't afford electric cars like that's an excuse you can afford 100 bucks for a gallon of gas you can afford electric oh car <laughs> Yeah, $100, and with the inflation, $60,000, yeah. $60, yeah. it's,
3: it's, it's going to be the same thing. That's what it'll cost to fill up your car. Price, yeah. no. Well, actually,
1: check this out. I really think that's what they want. So fracking, for instance, used to be, it was not profitable because the cost of fracking was higher than the amount of energy you'd get out from it. Once fuel started reaching a certain level, all of a sudden it was like, okay, now fracking makes sense. This is what's going to happen. If you're already spending a hundred bucks to fill up your your car's gas tank, you're going to be like, well, what's three hundred bucks for you know a loan on an electric car? Might as well just do that, I guess. It's going to be cheaper. The problem, ultimately, you can't get electric cars. Because yeah. everybody's trying to get it all at right. once in the supply chain disruption. And there's
4: not enough batteries. There's not enough raw materials. There's there's not enough uh, supply to meet the demand. And uh, again, uh, new York, the New York Post just released an article detailing a lot of the price rises. They're talking about how restaurants went up 9% uh, when it comes to prices. Groceries, 11.9%. Electricity, 12%. New cars and trucks, 12.6%. These are the official numbers. the The, the real life numbers are probably a lot higher. Ground beef, 13.6%. Chicken, 17.4%. Airfare, 37.8%. Yeah. Gas, 48%. Fuel, 107%.
1: I'll, I'll tell you where I'm really feeling those gas prices, man. So, you know, when we were, we were trying to book a private plane, a private jet to Austin, it was, it was $24,000 round trip. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 hold <laughs> on. <out, right? laughs> you, you, you my, need to let me, me, excuse, me <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> yeah, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Okay. I, I didn't finish. <laughs>
4: okay.
1: A 24 was fine. But now, it's been six months, $55,000 for a round trip flight. Oh, well, fifty-five is just too much. Just I mean, $25,000. Oh, and that, that's That fine. just crosses the line. Andy. The, the how are you surviving? No, no, no but hold, hold on. But I'm, I'm dead serious. I was talking to Alex Jones about it. And I was like, how are these people, like I hear all these stories, like Amber Heard just flew on a private plane. And he was just telling me, he's like, well, you know, look, this was back in November. He's like, he's like, usually it's around like $25,000 if you fly on a private plane to like Austin or something. And I was like, wow, that really is expensive. That's insane. I was like, we'll fly commercial. It's a couple hundred bucks. And then we were looking at flights again because we have there, – there's like apps that track it. $55,000. Mm-hmm. So it doubled. That's, that's, that's the fuel shortage and the fuel increases.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. The other thing too is that we are being pushed into this electric vehicle economy mm. because supposedly it's more sustainable. But there have not been any discussions about how the battery, the materials in the batteries are mined, how those things are disposed of
0: in
2: that case, I pronounce you lucky.
6: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions
3: apply. See website for details. It's not actually necessarily more sustainable once you take all of those things into consideration. Uh, just like with the plastic bag thing in New York where they took away all the plastic bags and then they started replacing them with paper and cloth. That's not actually more sustainable. It, it costs more to transmit those things. It You know, to transport those things costs more to make them, all of this stuff. And well, this is, you know, this is what they want. They want to destroy us. And as many times as Biden keeps saying, every time he says... That they want to remake the economy from the bottom up and the middle out—it's just a complete and total lie. They want to remake the economy from the top down by forcing us all to conform to whatever bizarre ideas that they have that aren't actually doing the thing they think it is doing.
1: So let, let me let me ask you guys: You're uh, uh, Libby, you're okay with saying where you're based out of, right?
3: Yeah, I live in New York. How,
1: how, what's it been like? I mean, have, have the price increases been noticeable?
3: No, not particularly. There have been noticeable price increases in New York, but not as much as other places because we were already paying a premium for everything. So, um, but I will say, I will say, um, so they haven't been recently more noticeable. They were very noticeable six months ago. So it had been like I'd pay $45 for a bag of normal groceries. And then a week later, it was like, You know, 50 and it just kept going up. Now we've sort of leveled off, but I also buy way different stuff than I used to. Like, um, I used to make my son really likes like this pork katsu style pork chops that I make. Um, I used to make them once a week and now I make them more like once a month. I'll Mm -hmm. buy like one meat thing that and we'll have that once a week and that's pretty much it. So that is different. There have been a lot of different... Like, I've been changing how I buy things. And the gas okay. is ridiculous. What about Maybe? you, Andy?
2: Well, my... I, I'm just thinking about how how hard the working class must be taking us. I think for people who are, uh, have the benefit of working in relatively secure type of works, like journalism or such, where you have that security, you're above a certain income, and you don't necessarily feel... These percentage increases or if you do you see it it doesn't impact you as much as those who are living um, paycheck to paycheck and I I didn't I wasn't aware of these numbers until you pulled them um, into you you mentioned it here and it's so shocking because it's like I don't know how a working family with children can survive with those type of cost increases and it's a it's an issue that's affecting all of the world i mean the if you turn into the the uk press the uh, increases in the uh, energy costs especially mm. um, uh, the people are feeling it really there in France they haven't ne- recently had their pre- presidential elections and that was the 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 cost of living was like or they the, keep voting for one yeah, but that's because. they deserve
1: nothing but contempt. <laughs> no, I mean it like they rioted after, you know, uh they they attacks on petrol uh was put in and this is this is under Macron. Oh, the
3: the yellow
2: vest stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. and they protest were like they they riot for 18 months and then they're like, "We have to vote for him again." It's like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> you get what you get what you vote for, dude. I'm not going to I'm not going to no empathy there." You keep they voted for him again.
2: They did, but I mean they they were given that the, there are only two options. It's kind of like I don't know. Can you really blame half of America now for suffering because of the current administration we have? Oh no, I mean like yeah. the people who voted
1: for Le Pen. I'm like, man, that sucks. You know, mm. the people who look, the majority of people who voted for these people. I'm just like, what do you want me to say about it? But if I like, can play, get what you vote for, man. But
2: if I can play devil's advocate a little bit, I'm, I'm wondering how would you all respond then? Let's say to the argument that. Look, all over the world, uh, countries and societies are experiencing incre- increases across the board because of the result of the pandemic. And you cannot blame this on the current head of state.
1: Yeah. So I was looking at a chart that shows the economy in uh, wages, wage growth and inflation under Donald Trump during the pandemic and then under Joe Biden. And for some reason, a month after Joe Biden becomes inaugurated, wages collapse. And start receding and inflation skyrockets. And then I hear from people they're like, well, that's because what we're seeing now is the result of what Donald Trump did. And I'm like, so hold on. So you're saying that nine months of policy, so the the policy from nine months prior to the inauguration that Trump did and the and the and the governors resulted in a massive spike in inflation and wages collapsing nine months later. Is that, that's what they're saying. They're saying what Trump did during the pandemic resulted in this slide. Okay, well, Joe Biden's had a year and a half and it's only gotten worse. So that means Joe Biden's cleared those nine months. He should have done something when he got into reverse what Trump was doing wrong. No, the reality is under Trump, even in the pandemic there was some it was relatively stagnant growth was there around 2 to 3% things got really bad when governor shut everything down but inflation was not this high even with the spending now under joe biden 9 months later where where is the change where where is the recovery? It's not there. They're lying. They're making it up. Yeah. So, yes, the inflation total, is so the re- just really quick, lie. Andy,
4: I would also answer you specifically by, by talking about the U.S. dollar being the world reserve currency. It's it's the petrodollar. dollar. So what happens here absolutely matters and affects the entire world, especially mm-hmm. when you have when you have the U.S. Federal Reserve controlling the supply of the dollars, and when it's bailing out some of the richest, most powerful institutions in this country, it screws everyone else over because it puts so much of that money out there in the world market that it devalues the purchasing power of the the dollar for the people who hold it because it's literally being printed out of thin air. And if you look at the purchasing power of the dollar, it continues to go down dramatically, not just within the last year, two years, three years. We're talking about decades of the dollar being deliberately destroyed. And to me, all of this is done on purpose as a part of the Great Reset where they're going to be building back better after destroying the old system. And I think what we're seeing right now is being done deliberately. And it's dangerous and it's affecting us. But more importantly, it's going to be affecting the world even more.
3: It is being done deliberately. And it's being done deliberately in order to change society and remake it into something that the Democrats believe will be better. And what they don't understand is that they haven't come up with anything better. Sustainable energy, renewables, they're not better. They're not ready. They cannot bear the brunt of our industrial American nation. Um, neither can EVs. Neither can any of this stuff. And instead of um, dealing with inflation, instead of dealing with economic issues, they have been reversing, um, you know, trying to make changes in society. Like the first day Joe Biden was in office, he basically eliminated women, you know, from like civil rights, um, and has proceeded to do that. So their biggest concerns are uh, enforcing an ideology that very few people but the elites agree with, if they even agree with it a lot at all, if they're not just putting it on, and changing the economy to, you know, benefit themselves and their friends and their their ideology. That's all it is. It's a trash way of, of running this country.
2: Maybe I'm naive. But I don't think it's intentional. I think it's just incompetence. You think um, it's just...
3: Inc- I th- I used to think it was incompetence. That's the thing. It's, I it's, used to think it was incompetence. And now, now I think they are intentionally trying to destroy the country because they hate our founding. And thinking. they hate what we came from. Okay, they well. hate our culture and they hate America. That's not that, what I think.
1: I definitely hear you on that point, but I don't think you need to go that far. It is intentional because they said it was. Joe Biden specifically said he wanted to uh, uh, take climate change seriously. Mm. The Democrats said they want to take climate change seriously. Greta Thunberg said, <laughs> How dare you? And so Joe Biden gets elected and he says, let's shut down oil and gas leases. Let's let's shut down Keystone, which caused rampant speculation. And then you see this major fluctuation in wages, inflation, all of these things. It's not all Joe Biden's fault. But if someone comes in and says, I'm going to save the environment, and then all of a sudden gas spikes through the roof, and then they enacted policies to make it harder. I'm like, well, yeah, that is them doing it. They said they were going to do it. They said that's why they're going to do it. So I would say, I'm not saying they want the economy to be on fire, but I'll say this. We know they don't want you driving cars. They've said that. We know they don't want you flying in planes. They've said that. We know they don't like farting cows. They literally did say that. So when they enact policies that make it harder for you to drive, I'm like, well, they said they wanted this. If the end result is the economy is bad, I can't definitively prove that's what they wanted. But if people can't drive, the economy will get bad, so it is the result of what they've been trying to do.
2: Why Why, why do you think what drives Americans to the streets in protests is not economic crisis, but things, cultural issues such as over guns, abortion, Black Lives Matter, or protesting the right?
1: Well, all of those things, uh, you have to be really stupid to want to protest, right? So guns, for instance. I saw a meme, you know, I love the memes on Facebook, and it said, to sell a taco in Texas. You've got to get a permit. You've got to pay a fee, only use certain ingredients, import them and have them regulated. But it's like a huge list. And it's like how to buy an assault rifle, bring your ID, walk in, fill out a form, have as many guns as you want. And I'm just like, okay, to buy an assault rifle. You have to be, you have to do a background check from the ATF, the FBI. You got it f- fingerprinted by the by a sheriff's department. Whole process can take right now. They're estimating about six months, but it could be taking a year, considering they're, they're they're a little backed up. These are called NFA items. So the people that are going out going no assault rifles, like they have no idea what they're talking about. The people that are going out and protesting abortion have no idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. We have someone on this show, a progressive, and he could not tell us what he really thought about abortion because he just kept saying it's the woman's choice, the woman's choice. And he didn't know any of these news stories. He didn't know about Kathy Tran in Virginia wanting abortion at nine months and things like that. And then what was the other, one, other thing you mentioned? Oh, the right. Well, yeah. When you watch nothing but CNN and they're like, insurrection. And you hear AOC going, he pounded on my door and went, where is she? You are completely brainwashed in a cult. So, of course, you're angry and frustrated because they keep just beating you over the head with this craziness. Meanwhile, you have people who are associated with the quote-unquote right. Which includes post liberals, moderates, libertarians, conservatives, who are like I actually read the news about guns and oh, I understand it's a nuanced issue, it's hard to solve. I actually read the news on the abortion stuff. Yeah, those people are crazy, aren't they? Then you actually see Antifa and, and here's the one I won't get, I don't understand why the right isn't marching in protest against all of the waves of destruction caused by Antifa, the 529 insurrection, when when leftists set fire and tried to raise St. John's Church, when they set fire to a White House guard post, when they tried to actually break down the fencing of the White House, and the president was forced into a bunker, and the right, what are they doing? They're going, January 6th is dumb. And I'm like, they're sitting here screaming January 6th in your face, and you're saying nothing but, yeah, well, you're dumb. You'd think the right would be like... May 29th, May 29th, over and over and over again, and say, let's play that game. The right never does. All they do is respond to whatever this left is doing.
3: That's because the right for so long has been completely overtaken with this idea of the live and let live culture. Like, okay, you want to do whatever your thing is, do it in your own house, you know, you don't have to talk about it, we don't have to deal with it publicly, that's all fine we'll let it we'll let those crazy people do whatever they want um and so they d- there's no real conservative culture of an intentional protesting type of pushback we're not seeing that i think we're starting to see that a little bit more i think we're starting to see that bubble up and mm-hmm. you know i've only just become aware of organizations that are intentionally trying to do stuff like that um but it's new i mean conservatives need to create a culture of demanding their rights and of demanding justice it, it hasn't existed. It me. hasn't existed <laughs> up until this point. It just hasn't existed.
5: Yeah. I think that people have you ever had that problem where you eat a bunch of sugar and then like you have no energy after that? You're just exhausted for like a day or two days or something. I think people li- are living in that state right now and they're just um, a lot of people are un- unmotivated to get up and to scream. It's starvation will make people crazy. That's something like we talk about the, the left are
2: motivated to well, organize and mobilize over and over and over. Yeah. Including over non-issues. I think maybe, uh. And hoaxes.
5: When, when people are on psychoactives like Adderall and stuff that their emotions are very flippant and they can be pushed with like, uh, spectacle really easily. So uh, a burning building or a guy getting punched can make people like become enraged and go do whatever the news anchor tells them to do. Especially when they're on psychoactives. Um, I think that's part of what well, manipulation look, is coming from. The
1: crazy thing is, we know that uh, a lot of these assassinations throughout history have been just really deranged people. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it? Hinckley just got released, right? Now you've got the nine one one call being released about the guy who went to assassinate Kavanaugh, and he just, he's on the phone saying, "I need help. I need psychiatric help. Something's wrong." Like the dude was just was nuts, and so these people turn on the TV and what do they see they see Chuck Schumer going like you will pay the price and he's like yes yes and then he sees the address posted by Ruth sent us and he's like yes yes and then he buys a plane ticket gets the weapons shows up and then fortunately this guy turned himself in
5: this is why I don't like like um, Elizabeth Warren would use this flowery rhetoric we need to fight to get our something and then fight and fight but to the people on psychoactives what they're hearing is I need to fight and they really think they gotta go fight somebody and then they
1: they I mean, they're out literally out of their mind. Yo, did you guys, I, 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 the, I heard uh, no, go ahead. the quartering got swatted again. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that, and Rikada? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I and saw Riketa.
3: that
1: on Twitter.
6: I think he was streaming with Rikada, and I, I think he got swatted while he was doing that. But not both sure. of them? I think at so. At the same yeah. time, that's what I heard. They yeah. both
1: got swatted at the same time. I think so. See, I'm sure. telling you, man, everything's just imploding. Like, yeah. So here's here's what I was saying the other day. If the federal government will not enforce the law, these people should up to Kavanaugh's house. They won't do it then someone actually tries to kill the guy and they still won't enforce the law against these protesters. That is them outright saying, we do not protect you. We will not protect you. And, and in, all, in all reality, Jen Psaki encouraged them to do it. Yep. They're outright saying, we are the ones against you. Like the protesters and the federal law enforcement are effectively the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Then you have the will, the unwillingness to actually enforce the law, or I mean, they're probably happy it's happening. I can only imagine you have the swattings against us, now the quartering, Rakeda, and other people, and they say, we can't stop it. So if you can't do anything to protect us, and you won't enforce the law to those that seek to do us harm, how is there a country at all?
2: This is an alco-tyranny.
3: Yes. We were yeah. talking about this yesterday. That's exactly what it is. It's law-abiding citizens being held to account, and everyone else gets to do as they please. And if you notice, also, the... The powers that be, they protect the leftist protesters, but they come after the conservative ones. I, I'll never forget in Lansing, Michigan, I'm pretty sure it was Lansing, early on in the pandemic, I think it was in April, you had a bunch of people whose businesses had been shut down. Not the casino owner, casino owners, they were fine. Not the liquor store owners, they were fine. But Gretchen Whitmer had shut down all of these businesses nail shops and hair shops and like whatever else so all of these people went to lansing they protested at the state house there they were called white supremacists they were dragged out of there you know all of these things when conservatives protest for their rights to just exist they're the ones who are vilified they're the ones who are taken out just like the you know the j6 people how many people did they take down in that and it's all being tried with misdemeanors how long have they spent in jail no trial you know, and last week you had Joe Biden saying that none of our rights, none of our rights are absolute. And you can see that his DOJ means it because these people don't get a speedy trial. Right. We have a right to a speedy trial. We have a right to reasonable bail. These people aren't getting that. Joe Biden means it when he says that our rights are not absolute. He's 100 so percent on that. That's
1: why I say we've probably been in civil war for, a, you know, for a while now. People just don't recognize it because they expect warfare to stay the same, and I blame Fallout, the Fallout franchise, naturally, because Ron Perlman keeps telling us that war never changes, but war actually changes quite a bit. Um, that's why there's multiple generations of there's different generations of warfare and strategies. So now what we're dealing with is we have this report: whistleblowers claiming the FBI has been purging conservative agents. Okay, is that right? That's we, that 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 was its report that several whistleblowers came out and said people who are conservative are being called disloyal and they're being removed. You take a look at the GOP frontrunner in Michigan getting arrested and charged on several misdemeanors, but the FBI raids his house. That's right.
3: And then they dragged him out of there.
1: They drag him out. So, any way you cut it, the federal government is now arresting opponents of the Democrats, of the Democrats, and it is a Democrat administration basically criminally prosecuting and targeting its rivals. Meanwhile, you have people, terrorists, who are who are showing up to the homes of justices with no accountability. Someone literally came out to kill Kavanaugh and Merrick Garland still will do nothing because I mean let's be real they're into it Merrick Garland and the protesters are the same they want it to happen Mm -hmm. Jen Seki said we encourage this yeah and then the dude shows up Lori Lightfoot called people to arms that's right literally over over what was happening with Roe v. Wade in this Mm leak and this guy wasn't
3: it like May 9th or something yeah
1: she said it's a call to arms and we must fight for our rights and we will not allow it and then this guy he heard it apparently, and then he shows up. Fortunately, he turned himself in. We're very, very fortunate. The guy had a moment of clarity to be like, "Okay, this is this is crazy," but this is what happens when they incite, they encourage, and then they don't hold, they, they don't enforce the law. I would say the the federal government's unwillingness to enforce the law here is in. It, I would I would say is it, they are involved themselves in stochastic terrorism.
3: Do You know what's interesting though too is what is stochastic
2: had- terrorism.
1: It's when you say things like, we certainly encourage people to show up and protest in front of these people's houses, and then someone shows up with weapons to kill the person who lives there. So it's kind of like, oh, won't someone rid me of yeah. this priest? And yep. then someone goes and kills the priest. I-, I never said to do it. I was speaking rhetorically.
5: Charles Manson, apparently, that's how he uh, was like, sure, it'd be great if some people showed up at their house and wreaked havoc or whatever he told, and then Tex and the rest of them went to the house and killed a bunch of people. Manson was like, I
1: never told him to do it. Yeah, you kind of insinuated that maybe they should. So when Jen Sackey encourages them to do it, Lori Lightfoot says, call to arms, literally. And then the guy shows up. And then Merrick Garland, okay, this one guy is getting charged. Right. That's their line, actually trying to pull it off. But the people who are protesting in front of the homes, they're they are committing a federal crime. And the federal government's like, no, 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 that's, that's fine. We want hyper-partisan pressure applied to the, to the court's we that, that that's the reason why you can't do this is that there can be no justice unless the courts can function 18 plus. 18 plus that's why we have the rule the law in the first place this is actually the 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 legal justification if you can't have courts be free from political pressures then you can't actually have justice
3: no then there's no justice at all which is
1: why we said no protesting to sway a court's opinion judge Seamus brought this up the other day judges are not elected officials right they're appointed i mean some judges are actually but these these federal judges are appointed so you're not going to change if they're if they're going to be in office or not what you're trying to do is force them to give the ruling in your favor, which is not justice. And that and the and Merrick Garland, the federal government, Biden's administration, the DOJ, they are they are in favor of all of this.
3: But if you look at even what happened in Virginia, right? So we had protests outside John Roberts House, Chief Justice, um, and there was a recent election in Virginia. Everyone thought it was really gonna shake things up. Glenn Youngkin, conservative, came in um to lead virginia and he didn't do anything about the protesters outside robert's house he posted on twitter that he was monitoring the situation and it's like yep. no like as you know as my friend jack pasovic said it was like no the rest of us are watching what's going on you're supposed to actually do something you're it, the leader of this state
1: it is a federal law i'm not sure there's a state law prohibiting them from doing it so they don't have the jurisdiction
3: oh is that right
1: that's my understanding i could be wrong though Yeah, the idea is that Merrick Garland would be the one who would have to say this is a federal law that you are breaking Mm -hmm. and have to go in. You'd think after someone showed up to kill the guy, he'd be like, okay, 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 we're going to get people out of here. Right. No. So I'm i just telling you, January 6th hearings – Nothing on May 29th.
3: It was a total, it's a total show trial. It's preposterous. And that they brought in a daytime TV guy to like do the production on it. Primetime. They, I thought it was a Good Morning America guy. Oh, is that? No.
4: It's a ABC, a former president of ABC News. Is it? Yeah. 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 Um, well, he probably did Good Morning America. Yeah, I
3: think he did. But it's just so ridiculous. It's so obvious and transparent what they're doing. They're propagandizing this entire thing just to try and make it so that Trump can't run again and so that all conservatives are vilified as white
1: supremacists. Well, the reality is conservatives don't care that a bunch of leftists tried burning down the White House and forced the president into a bunker. I mean, you can argue, no, of course they care, Yeah, yeah but they don't care nearly as much as the left does. The left doesn't want to talk about how they actually set fire to St. John's Church and a White House White House guard post and tried ripping down the barricades. And they did they rip down the barricades. They did. Mm-hmm. Ri- but I mean like the actual – they wanted to actually breach the White House. 150 officers were injured in that, and conservatives don't bring it up. The right – I mean I, I hate saying conservatives, but every single person in opposition to the violence – yeah, we can sit here and be like, yeah, Antifa has gone too far – but we're not funding hearings there's no conservative right-wing libertarian moderate millionaires or billionaires being like we need to get all these politicians to do primetime hearings about what happened on May 29th when the president was forced in the bunker by a bunch of far-left extremists and it never happens that's just one example of what the right is never willing to do hmm. meanwhile the left won't shut up a right-wing dude can fart in an elevator in, in you know next to a senator and they're screaming People in pink hats storm the Supreme Court. They go to the Supreme Court. They're banging on the doors and they're screaming. They show up to the Senate buildings and they're on every floor screaming and they shut it down. That's not an insurrection. They go to the White House and set fire to a church nearly burning it down. It's called the President's Church. They they set fire to the guard post, as I mentioned. They tore down the barricades and tried breaching the fence. 150 officers harmed. The left doesn't care. And apparently the right doesn't either. So long as regular people are caught between a news cycle showing constant images of violent MAGA people and the right just keeps saying, no, no, no. Well, then the only thing regular people are going to see is the right wing being violent.
3: What do you think they should do?
1: Uh, I think people on the right should have been having hearings on May 29 endlessly. I think the first thing they should do in uh, once they're all uh, sworn into Congress on January 3rd is they're gonna, they, they should impeach Joe Biden. And they should have hearings on Ukraine and Burisma, mm-hmm. and the and the and the private equity deals in China, mm-hmm. and they should hold hearings on five twenty nine, and they should say five twenty nine, five twenty nine over and over and over again, <laughs> and never <laughs> shut up about it.
3: Uh, and then, this, is, this is kind and of then, be brilliant.
1: And then here's what happens. You know what I do? I'm sitting in I'm sitting in the congressional hearing and they say, we'd like to have a conversation to you, with you about this uh, big tech social media policy. And I would say thank you for the question. On May 29th, far left extremists set fire to a church outside of the White House and they breached the barricades, injuring 150 police officers. And they forced that. Sir, sir, we're talking about big tech. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. So as I was saying, on five twenty nine. That's what they're doing.
3: Yeah, that is what they're doing.
1: And I've got, I, I you know, they're, they're posting memes. They are going nuts. Now, I will say, it's the economy, stupid. They can try and do everything they want. I don't think it's going to save them. But it's certainly, when it comes to the political violence and the escalation of the culture war, the right never, never stands up and says, this is the subject. The news cycle is always being set by the establishment.
3: Well, we're always just reacting. We're always just reacting to what they're doing. 529. What was interesting too? um, They talked about that whole. Wasn't that the? Wasn't that when they kept insisting that Trump had gone over to the president's church specifically for a photo op? Yep. And they were complaining that protesters had been unlawfully cleared from that park. That was the big story from five twenty nine.
1: And when Trump was forced into the emergency bunker, they mocked him for it. That's right. They laughed. They said it was funny. The Republicans. uh, So so the Senate Republicans are mostly just establishment shills who are like better keep my head down and not get involved Mm -hmm. that we can take power back and um you know there's relatively few actual good politicians period right but i think for one it's going to be really interesting next year because republicans aren't going to they're not going to have a veto-proof majority and they're not they they can they can nuke the filibuster but joe biden can still veto Mm -hmm. i think they should just scream 529 it makes over stickers five twenty nine the insurrection yeah but the insurrection on five twenty nine Luke you
4: you expect the Republicans to do something and and no I don't <laughs> and they don't do nothing <laughs> right um and and what better way to kind of low people into this kind of uh, servitude this kind of larger enslavement than having these these people up there who who talk a good game but don't really do anything. And, and, and again, when you look at a, a lot of the things that, that's been happening, you know, a lot of people like to blame only the Democrats. No, the Republicans are also are hand in hand, working together, not serving the interests of the general public, not helping the people out there, not going out of their way to actually serve their representatives. They serve the special interest. And if they gain power, which they most likely will, you could expect the same shenanigans that are going to screw you over. But instead of being screwed over by the left side, you're going to be screwed over on the right side. So I don't have any hope. This is just my own political kind of ideology from what I've seen within the past 15 years because it's it's, it's kind of sickening seeing this kind of left-right divide-and-conquer game and nothing get achieved, nothing get done, and none of these parties actually truly address the issues that are affecting the general public. They always talk about emotional hyperbolic issues. They always change the conversation, and we never get to the core issue of why we are being screwed over every single day.
3: Well, I think one thing that happened with the Republicans, too, is they spent a long time just worrying about, you know, fiscal Iraq, issues, Afghanistan. Ta- well, you know, fiscal tax issues, things like that. You know, they thought that they were above all of this other stuff. A lot of conservatives that I knew, um, you know, growing up or over the last several years uh, prior to this current cultural moment were very insistent that they were fiscally conservative and socially liberal. And I think that was a big mistake. You know, I think giving up the culture and saying whatever crazy stuff you want to do to the culture is fine. You want to destroy the foundations of American principles, that's fine. You want to say that all the founding fathers were racist, that's fine. You want to tear down Confederate statues, that's fine, right? You want to say that the Declaration of Independence was just racist, that's fine. We're just going to deal with tax law. That was a really huge and stupid mistake because it gave everything away. It said the thing that we're fighting for— is meaningless anyway. So what's the point of doing it? You know, what is it that we are going out there and dealing with? I was at a um, conference recently, TPUSA, this Young Women's Leadership Summit, um, and I was on a panel talking about some stuff. And it was really fascinating. The most fascinating part were the questions. So you had all of these thousands of women there, young women, who, um, who are really really insistent that it's time to take back the culture time to go for it time. And they're angry and they're really pissed off. One young woman asked a question saying um, that she, you know, she grew up with, you know, conservative values, but so many people around her grew up with extremely liberal values. And one of the things about that she said was that no one knew what a soul was. No one knew what it meant to have a soul, an everlasting soul, an internal soul. Uh, people thought that when they had issues that she thought might be spiritual issues and that we potentially growing up, you know, people of my age group would think were spiritual issues or things of that nature, people thought that they were depression, that they needed to take drugs to fix it, uh, that they needed to be medicalized, that they needed psychiatric care to fix these kinds of issues. Issues like despair, issues like dis- depression. These are not just all issues that are in your brain. And so we have given away religion we have given away culture we have given away meaning and we are expecting anybody to be able to stand up on anything there's no foundation we burned it down we let them burn it down and so and we handed them the match
4: andy do you have any hope in these uh, lizard people calling themselves politicians uh no <laughs> um, I know they're not lizard people or <laughs> I'm being facetious obviously uh, but but do you have any hope in the current political system where do you see things uh, from your perspective
2: I I spend a lot of time outside the United States now when I go back and or well, I pay attention to things that are happening here it it, it actually makes me really sad like I I don't think it's a, a sign of a vibrant democracy for people to show up outside the homes of judges to try to intimidate them uh, and pressure them and harass them into ruling a certain way that's actually uh, i think a, a very uh, emblematic of decay in liberal democracy and um, all the issues we're talking about here it's just um, it's hard to be optimistic um, it's hard to come up with like solutions it's almost at this point it's kind of like it's a certain line has already been passed where uh any any solutions are maybe just band aids i don't know maybe i'm being too pessimistic there um, in, in in responding to Libby, I think the yes the right the political right had ceded culture to the left and the left uh, went f- full speed ahead, and you just look at. Every uh, every institution that affects culture and is self replicating, they have power over and it's significant. So, you know, I think even if the Republicans now were to take up um, May twenty twenty insurrection against uh, the White House, it wouldn't have really any currency to go far because there's no media buy in on that narrative. And uh, I'm I'm such a critic of the media apparatus for the fact that they can uh, create certain narratives and the whole uphold narratives that are untrue and mislead the public and misinform them. And so it's, uh, yeah, if you don't have the support of that media infrastructure, you can, you can rally around a claim. It won't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, but I don't. I don't. If you look at the big cable networks, their viewership is substantially less than Fox News, and you know, MSNBC, CNN, and HLN. They they get less than what Fox gets combined.
2: Yes, but that that and in combination with print publications, the they are able to make the talking points that get to the desk of those in Congress. Right. And
1: my my point before was Republicans will be sitting down with Democrats. And Democrats will say A, B, and C. And the Republicans go A, B, and C, A, B, and C. When the Republicans instead should be going one, two, three. When the Democrats say one, six, the Republicans should only talk about May 29th. So right now with the January 6th hearings, Republicans should be having their own hearings and any attempt at any conversation on the House floor, on C-SPAN or otherwise should be on May 29th. Then the media won't have an option. So I mentioned it's, it's similar to with Donald Trump. He was on Twitter. He should have got on Parler. If he did, it would have forced the media to cover Parler, and it would have forced journalists to have signed up for Parler to get access to his tweets because the journalists said outright, my job requires me to have notifications turned on for Trump's tweets. That's right. But Trump wouldn't do it. Not until after he's, he's out of the news cycle, for the most part. He's still here, but he's not the president. What needs to happen is Republicans need to stop playing the game the Democrats are, require, are demanding they play. And the Democrats can come and say, "I've got a health care bill," and the Republicans, Republicans, should respond with, uh, "Thank you for bringing it up." Yes, on May May 29th, there was an insurrection, and then they're going to be like, "We're having a debate on uh, a debate on what?" Oh, health care, right? Right, the health care for people on May 29th. The president was forced. Just do not give them a chance. You get a phone call from a New York Times journalist, and they say, "I'd like to get your comments on this gun control bill." Ah, yes, yes. On May 29th, there was an insurrection, and then they can print no comments, or they can choose to highlight the issue. So Republicans have power, whether they want to acknowledge it or not, and until they decide to set the news cycle, the news cycle will be whatever Democrats want it to be.
2: I think the public are owed a public inquiry about not just May 29, 2020, but the months of riots from coast to coast. Yep. I tried my best to illuminate just really one city in my book, Portland, and there was dozens of other cities that experienced Recurring political violence and to, to this day, there's really been no congressional interest in finding out who who was behind, who was behind some of these funding sources that were channeling money to, uh, these pop-up groups that were on GoFundMe and on Cash App and Venmo, who, uh, are part, are part of these networks that are helping transport people from Portland to, um, Louisville to, um, other parts of the United States. Um, and
1: the issue is the Republicans actually don't want to challenge it. The, the Democrats and the Democratic and the Republican party are the uniparty. There was an insurgency in 2016. Bernie lost. Trump won. Trump, Trump candidates ended up winning and they didn't know how to stop him because Trump was leading a lot of the party and too many Republican voters were unwilling to support someone like Mitt Romney. So now they're confused and they're scared. But I tell you this, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, they would love to be having a debate with the Democrats over, you know, how much money to print or, you know, on what day do we bomb children? Is it the first or the second of the month? Instead, you get Trump, who's like Abraham Accords, pulling our troops out of the Middle East, pulling our troops out of Syria and shoring up our borders and. They don't like that. They canceled the Trans-Pacific Partnership, too. Oh, yeah. That the, pissed off Republicans and Democrats. The they investor, were so angry. Part of
5: the Trans-Pacific Partnership, this deal where they wanted to get the United States hooked on basically Malaysian oil was called the Investor State Dispute Settlement. And it would have gave these Malaysian oil companies the ability to sue the United States for discrimination if we chose not to buy their oil. And then the American taxpayer would have had to f- pay these corporations for for discrimination. And Bernie Sanders was against it. Trump came in and like on his third day in office basically shut the thing down
4: well it was like nafta on steroids but the the counter argument to that is that there are rumors that this deal was already dead and it didn't take much not to go through with it because the negotiations have i don't
1: i don't believe that they redid the deal Yep. They did it with the, – the, all the other countries reignited their own version of the deal without the U.S. It
4: hasn't stopped them before, especially with NAFTA under Bill Clinton, which, again, pushes globalization, pushes multinational corporate interests to have the way with the people. Um, and that's essentially what they've been doing for a very long time.
1: So what Klaus Schwab wanted, right?
4: Yeah.
3: Klaus Schwab Operations to w- wants.
4: Present wants. tense. Yeah. yeah, that's what he wants. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it's getting,
3: Go- <laughs> I would government? say wants and is succeeding at uh, yeah we were for a lot of right. people
4: were forced and manipulated to take a product that they didn't want but if they wanted to continue and live their lives normally they had to and you know life hasn't come back to normal and I, I don't think I, it ever will
1: I disagree with that
4: they didn't have to it's only because
1: they were too scared that everybody ended up being have to having to do something mm-hmm. if you know if they come out I'll give you this example um, you shouldn't speed S- speeding is dangerous why does everybody speed it's fun. Everybody, no, no I mean five <laughs> miles over. It's still more fun
3: than going. the same It is. Limit. <laughs> it is
1: illegal to go even one mile an hour over the limit. Mm. But it's like a, it's like a, it's like a slap on the wrist, right? You get like a minor ticket. Yet you go on the highway. Everyone's breaking the law, and for some reason, they're not pulling everyone over. The reality is, it's because they can't. Right. Well, they only it, pull over a
3: couple of people. The it, people who are egregious and in red cars. If everyone yes. breaks yep. the
5: law together. Then we control what the law is.
3: It's like we were talking no, no, about no. pedestrians earlier. The
5: cops it's, it's, want it's, everyone to go the same speed. That's let, me,
1: the case. let me, let me, let me give it to you a better way. It's not about breaking the law. It's about the law not being culturally relevant. Cause we've mentioned this before. There are books that are called like wacky laws. And it, I remember reading one where it's like, in Massachusetts, it's illegal to put your apple pie on your windowsill. But like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. If you did that, no one's going to, no cop is going to walk up and be like, mm. And the reason for it was that. Back when Massachusetts was, you know, tiny, mm-hmm. there you'd attract animals or something. Right, right. There's bills where it's like you can't take showers on Tuesday or Thursday, and you can't water your lawn on Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. Those are California laws. Well, those are now, <laughs> but like on the East Coast, and it really? was because the the local water sources were limited, so they were like you can't do these things. Yeah. But now these are not culturally relevant and would never be enforced. Right. Speed limits are weird because they're kind of top down
5: authoritarian in that like it'll say every piece of this road is 65 miles an hour. Even when you're turning and dipping and turning when like, well this should be 45. Sometimes you see signs at night, it should be slower at night. If it's raining, it should be slower. But the signs always say the same number. So you have to make a judgment
1: call. That is changing. That's there, good. There, there are digital speed limit signs now. They
3: change. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they can
1: get hacked. Watch out. Don't fall for the propaganda when it says 108. Nine, 99. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're
5: trying to get you. You know, I, I think like, all okay, this. It's like
1: this says minimum. 108.
5: <laughs> I'm going too fast. This propaganda of the left and the right and the Republican and the Democrat feels like a cult party game. And I'm looking at this Thomas Jefferson quote. I've been staring at it that uh banking institutions are more dangerous to our liberties than standing armies. And if you look at the last three or four years, I think this has played out exactly. Where has the U.S. military been? In the in the midst of this problem, they're not involved. They're mm-hmm. not messing with us. The national guard's not giving us problems. It's lo- it's corporations that are manipulating people with media. It's
1: BlackRock, things like these Federal giant conglomerate reserve, banks. which gives them these loans. They use to then buy up the property from poor people.
5: You know, if we want to revolt against anything, it's against the corporations. It's against the bank.
3: You know, I think that you're onto something with revolting against the corporations because they also unleash all of this wicked and ridiculous messaging all over us that doesn't make any sense, that isn't even in line with what they're doing. You know, it's that classic thing, the Pride Month. All of the big companies are like, we're rainbow, super rainbow friendly. We're covered in glitter in the US, Australia and England and Canada. And then you look at their, their messaging in North Africa and the Middle East and China and it, there's, there's no rainbow glitter. You know, it's just yeah. the basic plain logo. They don't care about these things. Well, they don't care about the yeah. values that Here's, they claim here- to. Claim to. Here's the issue with they corporations. They just want to push them on us and make us think that they believe in these things and make us believe in them too. Corporations even it's ruining the country.
1: Corporations are authoritarian.
3: Yes. So that is correct.
1: <laughs> with a constitutional republic, you, you know, you have various systems of, uh, of of electing representative or forms of governance, but we have guaranteed rights. Corporations have a boss, and the boss says yes or no. You want money? I can give it to you. or I can take it away. So when Klaus Schwab is talking about the world being governed by corporations. The, the, the morsel idea they try to plant to people is, oh, we're talking about people who do the work, having say over how the work gets done. And what's really happening is massively powerful interests who can decide whether you get access to resources or not. They're, they're massively authoritarian. They're becoming more powerful than governments themselves he wants the authoritarians to take over. Yeah, and, and we
4: should be careful to say corporations exactly. because I have a corporation, you have a corporation, Thank we you. all have our different businesses. These are these are people who other corporations can't even compete with because they're on such another level. They have bribed so many politicians, they have bought them off. They have the blackmail on so many politicians that essentially they have created a new kind of entity that is even more powerful than the government with how much uh, uh, money and power that they are able to influence our everyday lives over. This this is an
5: important distinction. They're not corporations anymore. When something becomes a megacorp, whatever you want to call it, it's not it's not like a corporation like we intended for it to be. It's not a person. It's it's a it's a group of them, for instance, and it's bigger than a government. I I can repeat everything we just said, but they need it it needs a different word. We can't take these things seriously.
1: I'm just imagining like you know, back in the day with medieval warfare, you had groups of, of similar people. France and Britain, right they're, they're from the same area, it's the land. Now, like warfare, very much is major corporations. But mm-hmm. just imagine thinking like McDonald's private army and things like that. You know, it's like our chief export is cheeseburgers, and they have a bunch of armed guards. Uh, but it's but, like who owns McDonald's? No, no, Probably but, BlackRock.
0: But you, you think
1: you think I'm kidding? Take a look at the uh, um, the Banana Republic. Right, mm-hmm. when armed guards went in and wanted to make sure the bananas could be shipped out because the bananas were the key, you know, product right. for the company. What was it? Uh, uh, what was the company that? Chiquita. Chiquita, Chiquita right. Yeah. And they like overthrew the country. It's like Um, the government, the the corporation (laughs) was more powerful than the the government. Look at the stories of... And they had banana guards. They had banana police. Look what happened with
4: uh, Panama, Noriega, the the stories of the economic hitman. These are stories that are absolutely mind-blowing to show you how these multinational corporations use... Uh, intelligence agencies to do their bidding for them. I mean, we reached such a crazy level where, again, our government is uh, for purchase and it's been bought by some really awful people who only want to benefit themselves and don't care about anybody. But they they well, don't I mean, care about you. They
5: buy it by buying the corporations that work within the government. Like, I'm just looking at McDonald's Corp. The top three investment holders are Vanguard Group, State Street and BlackRock. They own about 19% <laughs> of McDonald Corp. You would nailed That's it. Hilarious. It was BlackRock.
3: The other thing, too, these corporations think that because they are so big, because they have amassed so much money and, and economic power, that it is up to them to influence government policy. We saw this in Florida with Disney coming after... Um, the laws in that state, believing that they had some sort of right to tell Ron DeSantis and the legislature and all of the people of Florida that they couldn't have this parental rights and education belt, even though it was wildly popular. Um, and corporations came out just recently. A whole bunch of them all got together and sent a letter saying, hey, we demand action on gun control. Mm-hmm. It's, it's important that we say something. We have to take a stand and say something. Shut up. Like, shut up. You go make money. We already give you a ton of money. We buy your stupid stuff. We eat your stupid bad cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get a say over the government that we elected. Maybe each individual does. Write a letter to your congressman, write a letter to your representative, what have you, like you're an individual constituent. But the corporations that believe that they have a right to influence the federal government, to influence the state governments, it's such a huge um Overreach on their part.
5: Yeah, and you said it earlier that you thought this was intentional. What's happening? I think so because there's nothing more that these people would love to see than the fall of American Democratic Republic. It's the right,
3: biggest. Because then resistance. they will get to take over. They will just get to do whatever they want.
4: What's your favorite corporation,
2: Andy? <laughs> uh, I don't think I have one, but this—I mean, this conversation—I gosh, I haven't put enough thought into thinking about uh, the power, the relationship between corporations and government, and I'm—I'm I'm embarrassed that yeah. I'm ignorant about that. I just and as Libby was channeling out her anger just now, you know, it's it's made me so angry and frustrated. So like, yeah, why why is Ben and Jerry's uh, and all these other SJW corporations and trying to affect legislation in the UK? Ben and Jerry's is trying to pressure the British government uh, against its um, uh, legislation about uh, sending uh, a. Assi- uh, illegal asylum seekers to Rwanda, oh, and wow. it's uh, yeah. But I think the case in Florida of a corporation that's headquartered in Burbank, California, trying to tell parents what they can or cannot have um, in uh, in terms of information about their children's education. That's like but out. I'm surprised that there aren't more people pushing back. You're right that. There does seem to just sort of we just lay down and accept that we uh, accept this culture where these mega corporations with their billions and billions of dollars can actually try to influence our laws. It's grossly inappropriate. This used to
4: be a left-wing position,
2: um, and now
4: we're talking about it.
3: Well, that's because the corporations uh, took all of the... um, you know, took all of the tax breaks and whatever, whatever else from the GOP, and then just sided with the leftists anyway.
5: I'm trying to look. Is it Unilever that owns Ben and Jerry's? Is that can anyone confirm that?
3: I'm not uh, sure. I'm not sure. I think
5: it's uh, Unilever. Ben Jerry's. Uh, I'm trying. Ben and, see ben and Jerry's
1: owns. and Dove are both owned by Unilever. So
5: I wonder who owns Unilever.
1: No, Unilever is the parent company.
5: Yeah, but that's Oh, what they, you mean the investors? Yeah. yeah, who invests? Oh, come on. <laughs> Not, you know, you let's, already wait, know. Didn't you already I have say, an is it
3: BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard? They own like 18 <laughs> to
5: 19% yeah. of almost every corporation <laughs> in the right. world. Every publicly yeah. traded corp, Microsoft, uh, Dow, you, you go down the list. It is embarrassing that I didn't know. It's embarrassing for me that I wasn't aware of this till two years ago. It's. Well,
3: I think it's probably just good that you're aware of it now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, let's, uh, Let's talk about woke corporations. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: ladies and gentlemen. Oh,
1: um, I would mm-hmm. like to warn you: uh, if you have, if you children. have young children, <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask everybody to just try and use as much um, self censorship and innuendo to convey accurately what these ideas are. And uh, this is because it is adult content we will not be uh, getting into explicitly, but it's a major news story from Fox News postmates slammed over bottom friendly pride month menu the postmates bottom friendly menu drew a great deal of criticism on social media from users who criticized the company's pride month move let me just simplify this for you postmates made a commercial for what's called a bottom menu how do i describe Don't this with um not, without crossing into pg-13 or r-rated territory
3: we can't even be pg-13 because this is a definitely a, a PG-13 This is an story. X-rated story. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes, please>. nc <NC-17. laughs> What this
1: means is that Postmates made a video that was explaining how to engage in adult gay activities and was providing the service for it, and then went on to explain why they were proud to do it, and they were, you know, they said that they're tired of sex ed being heterosexual or whatever, and I'm, my attitude was just like, I don't see commercials from like dole or del monte about pineapples and like couples and why that's beneficial or anything like that i don't you know we don't have these commercials that's a fair point. so this commercial was like <laughs> a bit over the top but this is the intent mm. so i don't think the story here necessarily is the pride month thing the story i see here is we have gotten to the point where the attempts to shock the public to get attention have become so drastic and desperate they're actually just collapsing decaying and falling apart It used to be shocking content was saying a naughty word or something. And you go, oh, I can't believe they would say that. Now it's...
3: Or remember when it was shocking to see a man's butt on right. TV? Mm-hmm. It was like, okay. oh, scandal. <laughs> <a> <laughs> right. It was, what was it? Dennis Sif- Franz. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere? Detective yeah. Sipowicz. Yeah. Oh, that was, it was, a big big was like In the
5: late 90s, it was a big he scandal. saw his butt a on a ABC TV or something. Yeah. I remember Cause when Because it also
3: sp- wasn't Jimmy Smith's. It was like, really? Yeah. Like, come on, a he's a the cute one. Yeah. Come on, man. You couldn't swear on
1: TV? Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Now it's just- It's all kinds of crazy stuff. So what I see is this this ad, it was- I mean, th- this is like X-rated stuff they're talking about. It's kind of crazy.
3: I was shocked when you showed me this. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't been online much today, and I <laughs> that was enough. <laughs> I took a look at this, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" They're basically, it's, they're basically it's explaining, really like, "Insane."
2: Can you pull up the ad? Yeah, let's. <laughs> no, I can't.
3: You can't. One of the no,
1: fruits. No, can't I, show I, I, it. A of course, cat. I can't show it. It's, <laughs> it's got uh, it. It shows. It
4: shows like fruit. peaches is walking around in a peach and an eggplant. Fetish, Fetishware, yeah,
3: but there's yeah. like. Right, there's like kink stuff in there. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So gross and weird. They did have one recently too where it was like, um, two buns that were both the top oh, buns. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's Burger King. Yeah, burger that, King, was a, yeah. that was the, that was the tame version of this. their yeah. topping Burger They're topping Burger, Burger King in fact.
6: Yeah, so to me this is more of the contagion of social media. You have to shock. You have to make everyone engage with what you're saying and it doesn't matter if it's in the form of a ratio and the quote tweets or if it's people being positive about it mm-hmm. in fact negative attention is often more engaging for people than positive attention because it's just kind of how we're wired
4: yeah people are more likely to comment if, yeah. if they have something negative right. to right. say rather than something positive right. to people say. i've got this it it's, it's, a, it's a it's
1: commercial explaining the negative ramifications of a bad diet while two dudes do it that's there you what it's go. about <laughs> oh, oh that's that's yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Is, and it's yeah. like summary. here's what you need to eat and here's why you need to eat it and i'm like wow i never why thought i'd see that i mean
3: what's be cool if on? they're promoting
2: fasting but well as a gay man can i yeah yeah what are my thoughts uh, I find this offensive, not because of traditional or religious values, but the fact that once upon a time, much of the effort that helped really to mainstream and normalize tolerance for uh, gay and lesbian people was the fact of showing that we are just like you. And now these advertisement campaigns in recent years and political campaigns and social campaigns during pride are about focusing on like sex and explicitly sex and that's i mean that was what originally made a lot of people uncomfortable around uh, gay or lesbian people they always thought about the sex and the fetish and all that and then the fact you know that this particular advertising campaign is focusing on um, anal sex and using references to fetish gear to talk about what's that have to do food with delivery. pride yeah. no no, no. Food, food delivery, delivery. exactly
1: <laughs> so someone responded to their tweet and they said if you are not literally helping us have sex are you really an ally and postmate said exactly and that's blah 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 and they're like that's what we want to do and I'm like, I didn't realize my food delivery service was required to help me have sex. You know well, the I mean? other
3: thing, too, is in, in a lot of ways, Pride has morphed into something of, of just being pro- proud of your sex kinks. right? Pride cometh before the fall. We've yeah. seen that. Like the, the Washington Post ran a whole piece about why it's really important to take your kids to Pride so that they can see kink. Right. Fatherly recently ran a piece Talking about how it's really important to take your kids to pride and to wow. explain to them what kink is. There's all of these pushes from, um, like, you know, people advocating for more sex ed saying that you have to talk about kink as part of sex ed. Uh, but they're not talking about healthy relationships. They're not talking about love. They're not talking about, you know, goals for a successful partnership or any of that. It's just all about like, this is how you get off and getting off is the main point of life.
5: They'll, they'll explain it as a as love to encounter because it's erotic love. Eros is a type of it's a love. Martin Bailey. Um yeah. I think that a sect of humanity in the last 15 years has become extremely or decentralized, or not decentralized, desensitized to sex, like big time. The kids that saw porn when they were nine, 10 years ago are 19 now and they're kind of leading the charge They're probably CEO postmates. And then there's a grand, 19 year old CEO. Maybe not, but like soon. <laughs> and there's a grand percentage of us that, or people that are not desensitized to it and are like freaked out and are freaking out. And those people that are desensitized are having fun with it. they they see that it's getting a reaction, that other people can't take it. The Puritans, oh my God. And so they're just. Pushing it and because like you can't stop me. Well, I'm, a, I'm a United it, States citizen,
3: and they're pushing it on kids in order to justify their adult fe- fetishes.
5: I think that we should use law enforcement for that kind of thing.
3: Yep. Well, some people are trying because like if you did that in a yeah. park DeSantis to a kid, is trying. Yeah. You had um, in Texas, they were working on trying to. It's. Similar, but different trying to criminalize the medical gender transition of minors.
5: It's weird because like if there's a community that wants to do weird sex stuff, you kind of just let them do their weird sex stuff. But then we have this
3: is the live and let live thing. This is kind of, you know, to a certain extent, I wonder I'm just throwing this out there. Is it possible that this is how we got here? Mm-hmm.
5: For me, it is. I've had hands off for 20 years. I've been like, do whatever you want. Do
3: whatever. You, I've always said that, too. Like, whatever anybody wants to do, that's up to them. Uh, but perhaps, yes, perhaps, yes, do whatever you want to do. That's up to you. But maybe it makes sense to discuss the perils of hedonism. You know, maybe it makes sense to discuss the the difficulties that can arise from using your body as a sex toy.
4: We have yeah. no choice at this and, point, and the psychological effects of, of watching online adult real. content. This is all very yeah. real,
3: right. and it contributes to the meaninglessness of our society, and it contributes to the nihilism that is so much more easily grasped than but, you know yeah. but, any of any of the stuff that actually is fulfilling.
4: But not only that, but to the destruction of future relationships, mm-hmm. because if people are desensitized and they're on the internet, and their parents just give them a computer or a phone, and then they're able to be in their own room by themselves. They, uh, you know, go on websites that rewire their brains to prevent them from having healthy relationships as adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, in my opinion, a larger plot of the depopulation agenda. This is one way to prevent people from having children, from having healthy relationships, because if we really did care about, you know, this stuff, we would be talking about healthy relationships, uh, boundaries, way to communicate your wants and needs, ways to have a healthy relationship, ways to coexist with another human being by being able to respect them uh, as another human being and not see them as an object. So that would be something that, of course, we could have a conversation on, but we don't. All we have is kink. All we well, have we do- is fetish. All we have is this weird stuff that you could do because it's cool and trendy and this corporation is telling you to do this. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's so stupid. I
5: think you're, you're right that a lot of people do. This is a good opportunity and uh, uh, example of us humanizing people that we may not agree with and kids watch this show, which is a good thing.
6: I have a th- working theory that they are choosing the worst parts about these lifestyles to make, for example, gay men look terrible. I think they're actively taking steps. It to does make, make us be- look terrible. It does. It looks like, terrible. And it-
2: nobody wants to talk about the dark parallel that runs with this super encouragement of sexual promiscuity is the dispor- disproportionate rates of HIV and STI infections and... In Monkey box. He- <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the story right now. Yeah. You know?
6: Yeah. Well, I think if you're going to talk about the health effects that you need to consider when you're living a high risk lifestyle, you should talk about all of them. You should talk about the problems that come with promiscuity. You should talk about so you should talk about the problems that come along with being in really intensely dysfunctional relationships but they're not they're just trying to make a splash and it's so shallow and short-lived and i think it's seriously throwing our culture off balance or it maybe also, it's i mean we've dumb-
3: also like so clearly destroyed families yeah. you know i've been giving this a lot of thought um just personally about like my own life and my family history and everything uh my grandparents on both sides on my mom's and dad's sides were both divorced in the 70s mm-hmm. yeah. my parents got divorced um I think they got divorced shortly after both their parents got divorced you know they got divorced um my my dad got divorced twice after that my mom got divorced again after that you know my husband and I split up like what is this like we can't this is generations at this point of people who cannot maintain a family structure Mm -hmm. um you know and everybody, you ask them, everybody's got a really good reason, you know. Everyone's got great reasons why they couldn't maintain their their marriages, why they couldn't maintain their families. Um, but literally, every single one is messed up. And then I look at
1: let's, uh, let's yeah, pull up the story. Right and here then I quick. look at
3: my son, and I'm like, is how is he going to be able to maintain a marriage? Like mm. how? <laughs> you know? I want
1: to I want to pull up the story from the
3: Post Millennial, Libby. Oh. Do you want to read this one? Sure. Wait, let me get my glasses. I can't <laughs> see that way, far. <laughs> can't see that Sorry. far. <laughs> no. Can you read it? Yes, Fox News airs segment celebrating transgender teen. Hannah Nightingale wrote, wrote this up today. I was shocked when she brought me this story um, and uh, said that she was going to write it up. Fox News, it turns out, is as woke as Postmates, perhaps. They ran a puff piece on a trans teen out of Southern California, and they made claims, <laughs> the mother makes claims, that it was painful for her daughter to have to wear feminine clothing so that must mean that her daughter is a boy as though wearing boys clothes makes you a boy somehow it's, it's like it's a magical when i put on jeans and t-shirts i'm a boy i'm a boy I america Sala- look at this look at this
1: fox news ran yes look at america Together, celebrating diversity, LGBTQ plus Pride Month.
3: Please. I have really strong words that I would like to say to Fox News, but this is a family 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 friendly
6: video. Brian Yannis has a story about that family that hopes their experience can help others.
0: Watch here. If you saw me walking down the street, you wouldn't think anything different. 14-year-old Ryland Winnington is a
4: typical Southern California teenager and the whittingtons along with mom hillary dad jeff and sister Brian. Right, whatever Weep. look yeah my my
1: my it is a whatever i, I think like, well where's the I'm, news like, where's the run i know like i i have two questions like I, I don't understand why fox news is airing this story i don't either i look cuz they're owned by blackrock the the issues i have are around <laughs> lack of parental rights so in the schools if the if the children are being exposed and they're keeping a secret from their parents if the parents are making decisions for their ki- their kids, well, there's questions about you know where the parents' rights are, and the the, the issue of surgery yes. on, on children. I don't know the full depth of the story. I think for me, what I can comment on is why is Fox News airing this?
3: It's a really good question as to why Fox News is airing this, and I think somebody should ask Fox News why the. Why they are airing this, <laughs> why they would be conceivably airing a puff piece on a trans teen um who, if this teen goes through with all of the the transness, will end up leading a life where they can never have an orgasm.
1: I mean, and they're saying it's uh quote for me. It's just a deep spiritual belief that if you believe in God and he, you know, created us the way he wanted us. Well, then, yes, he created Rylan just the way he is, said the mother. What right. You-
3: which which means that he that that Rylan needs nothing to yeah. be who Rylan truly is doesn't need any drugs, doesn't need any surgery, doesn't need any changes. Cut your hair, wear whatever clothes you want.
5: In fact, without anything, that's when you are who you truly are. That's who
3: you truly exactly. are. Exactly. Exactly. Uh,
5: so uh, this is a News Corp, which owns Fox, and they have about 7% of the company is owned by the the triad Block Rack, bl- Block Rack. <laughs> <laughs> Black <laughs> Black, <laughs> block Rack. <laughs> <laughs> Black, block Rack. <laughs> 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 Vanguard Stacey. There's another one called Independent Franchise Partners. I think what they're doing is this is a Mott & Bailey. They give you the, the, um, the, the, uh, Staged opposition, you know, the, the controlled opposition for a while. Yeah. They did that for the last couple of years. Now, you're starting to see the real
4: propaganda. Controlled right. opposition is the word here that I think is key to, to really understand a lot of the motives of some of the Republicans and some of the Republican news networks. I mean, what, again, what's the purpose here? What's the relevance? How is this impacting my life? What does this have to do with me living my life every single day? It has nothing to do with it. And why am I being told about this? Like, it's, it's crazy what news has turned out to. Well,
3: and it's not just why are you being told about this. It's why is Fox encouraging parents to gender transition their children? Yeah. Cause that is what's going on here. This is no different than when President Biden got there, got up there on trans visibility day or whatever the, whatever it was called. Um, Sorry, I'm having trouble. <laughs> uh, me, yeah, <laughs> me too. Get together, Libby. <laughs> ah, I'm, trying why, I'm would, trying. why would anyone?
1: But, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, yeah, you know. But out, Biden, Biden said of that. This, out, Biden
3: told parents to gender outs- transition their children. Right, right, right. <laughs> outside
1: of this story, which, um, uh, you know, I, I'm just going to say, you know, as an aside, man, it, I think it's a good opportunity for people who are members of Fox Nation to sign up for TimCast.com. Mm-hmm.
3: That is such a great idea. <laughs> I yeah, totally stand. Private that. <laughs> corporations <laughs> these public corps are dangerous. These people whoever ran this has absolutely no ethics. Hey, you know who's They're no different than CNN. You know who's not owned by BlackRock, Vanguard? Yeah all these people? It's Tim Timcast. Well, we I will say will that the Post Millennial and yeah, our sister either. publication Human Events, we are also not the, the, owned there's by also any another these group people.
4: called We Are Change out there. Are you also independent? Are you independent? That was a big part of what Elon was
5: doing well, with you the Twitter buy he wants right. to make it private. Make it
3: private make, we, and I think that he's right.
1: We went to, you know, Vanguard State Street and Blackrock and they didn't they rejected us and then I was just like, well, we don't want your money anyway. Uh, We're independent and you suck. They they do suck.
4: No, I'm kidding. Block we rack. Never, never. Block <laughs> rack. <laughs> I great. was outside waving my fist at them. I know what you're up to. How many people do you think
1: are involved with owning those corporations? Well, they, they have commercials and they tell people to put their investment, their, their retirements. Yeah, we saw into, them last night. Yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, invest with us. I should start enjoy. using a different word than a corp, mega corpse,
5: mega but even that has the word corporation in it. What about like, uh um, Eldritch horror. Yes. Yeah. Yes. These horrors. Kulu. What do you think? It's Eldritch like twenty guys? Horror. Am I this is conspiracy theory time, Luke? What do you think? Twi- 20, 20? 20, twenty? Twenty people guys? own these companies? Or do you think it's more
1: like way more than that? Some people say thirteen, but uh that's
3: who a really nice knows number. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a
5: handy Like number the heads of families. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: the num the I mean, maybe if we got that client list, we might know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
5: man, yeah, yeah, the yeah, thread yeah. pulls deep on this one. Remember the Panama Papers? Boy, did oh, yeah. that get swept That got hidden
3: so quickly. It was like a woman. Uh, she got
5: murdered, right? Yeah, yep, Assassinated.
3: Wait, she got murdered? How <laughs> yeah. did I miss that part? I guess because it got covered got murdered, up by right. Fox News yeah. and CNN, like, yeah, which may as well be the same company. When I go
5: to sleep at night, my, my nightmares are that it's already on lockdown. The whole world is already on corporate lockdown by these companies and that we are just along for the ride. We
4: just were two years ago.
3: Yeah, two years yeah, we ago. We were on then. corporate lockdown. But
5: lockdown, like, spy network, satellites watching. They're ready to kill anyone at any time. Lockdown, like, just fall in line or die kind of thing. Mm. It's terrible. I hope it's not like that. But, man, I I know that they have satellites. I don't know.
4: Yeah. Elon Musk has the satellites that he's using right now in uh, Ukraine.
5: So, what, you got to trick, trick the world into changing? Yeah. I Make think them laugh their way to the bank, no, the new you bank?
3: No, you have to give people... An, you have to, like tell people how to find meaning and fulfillment in their lives or or not even how to but to go search for that to go search for you know don't tell people what to believe or how to believe it but tell them with an expression of faith to go find these things for themselves to figure it out to ask yeah i think one of the ways to to seek
6: I think one of the ways the right wing has really, really failed has not been giving a positive goal for people.
3: Because as we were saying before, it's constant reaction. It is, yeah. And the
6: constant reaction is no way to move forward. You're not moving forward when right. you're just saying this is bad, this is bad. When you're standing athwart history, yelling stop, and does it does need to
3: be, it? A, it does need to be positivity. You yeah. need to, you need to like give some way to find a path. I, I think of this woman that I talked to at TPUSA or who asked this question constantly because I'm thinking like. Because uh, one of her questions was, if you um if you have no framework for meaning or for a soul or for faith, how do you find it? Where do you begin if you have n- absolutely don't have you the have language? No we've taken the language away from kids about meaning, about faith, about a soul, about, you know, any of this stuff. And we've replaced it with gender garbage, you know, so fully. Where do you begin If you are devoid of all meaning, if you are, you know, miserable and you think that it's all in your brain, you don't even have the words to go find what it is that will, that will help you. Yeah.
5: The scientific method has been, there's too much weight and importance put on that, I think in our society, because it only can indicate what's, it just looks for patterns. And if it can't find a pattern, it tells you it's not real. But the thing about God, if there is such a thing is it's not the same. If it's a pattern, it's happening from really far away and it looks like chaos to us, but there's still something to it.
6: I suspect that the right will win in the end because they are actually asking these questions and the left never will. We are at least attempting to be somewhat self-aware. The the right's
1: going to win because they have kids.
6: Yeah, that's true, too. That's it. That's true too. But when you teach your kids that you mm-hmm. want to search for a purpose and meaning, and that that purpose and meaning is not found within yourself, and that's incredibly solipsistic to think that it is, then you're going to have more success in life overall, and you're going to be happier. Like having kids is great, but if they're miserable and they're ready to be transed, what's the point? It's like not having kids at all. Well, you have
3: to you have to share. Faith and love of life with them Right and you, you have know? to be
6: in that position when you're you looking know, for it too Yeah
3: and what's interesting too is the way that we treat Children now is we treat them like You know just another pleasure object Right yeah. if you look at this Whole thing um, there's a doctor In India who is Certified by some board in the US Who is uh, planning to Transplant a uterus into a Man <laughs> Good luck, so that That man can feel further feminine And this is after like Drastic reconstruction and, like, all of the rest of it. Um, there is absolutely no thought given to – now, first of all, it's going to fail. But there's mm-hmm. – secondarily, there's no thought given to what will happen to this child. This child will be the product of an egg from one person, the uterus fr- – you know, an egg from one woman, a uterus from another woman be gestated in the body of a male who is actually only doing this for their own personal fulfillment yeah. to feel more female – Uh, who, who is this child, who is this child's mother? Who is the father? My question is like,
1: how do they attach
0: the uterus?
3: Well, it's gonna not work. It already, um, (laughs) it already didn't work in mice. Like it actually is, is, it is as stupid as it (laughs) sounds. sounds. (laughs) But even when you think about like surrogacy or other things where you have a child that is conceived and gestated from like, you know, half a dozen people or whatever, where are you from? What's your background? What's your culture? What's, you know, who's your mother? Who's your daddy? Yes. But like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Who's your daddy? Yeah. That's the big question these days. So right? Who, it is, yeah. Uh, your environment, I suppose. Genetics, you know, obviously your past. The, sure. Up the tree comes into it, but who's raising you? Who's,
3: who's raising you and where are you from? I mean, at a certain point, you know, like when you talk to people who have been adopted and they... Everyone wants to know who their original parents were at right. some point. And when
6: I feel like maybe we're probably the issue here is that we're placing far too much emphasis on the physical body. This is why we're doing insane things like transplanting a female uterus into the pelvis of a male. Mm-hmm. Never going to work. No. You should maybe well, think about your soul instead. I want to make you sure we get maybe to this. Uh, think about your soul yeah, instead. Maybe. I want
1: to make sure we get to this story because oh, yeah. uh, I know this is something that Andy really wants to talk about. Yes. From the post-millennial secret grand jury in San Diego indicts
2: alleged Antifa members accused of brutal assaults. Andy, what's this about? So we just had the anniversary of V-Day and every time that comes, uh, every year on social media, you can expect stupid hot takes from people sharing photos of World War II heroes and saying that these, this was the original Antifa. Mm -hmm. And, uh, along that they will, what they're trying to hint in, is that suggest is that uh, when we talk about violent when I talk about violent extremist antifa groups and networks today that it's a figment of my imagination and those who have been victimized by those militants uh, have made it up uh, well in San Diego um, a grand jury um, met over 13 days last month was presented with evidence by the prosecutors um, that alleged Antifa members from two cells in Los Angeles and San Diego conspired to uh, and particip- participated in a brutal attack on uh, the public in the beginning of January last year. There was a Trump rally and Antifa had organized, as they have always done, where they post the flyers online and where to go, all the signs of organization. And they went there and they were really indiscriminate in their violence. They attacked people people that had nothing to do with the rally, a dog was injured. Um, If you looked at the indictment court documents, they brought weapons there. There's some video that was embedded here. And um, my report that I uh, co-wrote with uh, Ava Knott, and this is an exclusive for the Post-Millennials, that we were able to get most of the photographs of the suspects. Um, San Diego doesn't release images of those who have been arrested. And so, um, this is literally an unmasking of the suspects. And if you look at the charging documents, um, the indictment, it says explicitly the allegations that these are Antifa members. So, you know, I, this won't happen, but I wish this, this story or those court documents ended up on the desk of every lawmaker in Congress, especially those who have gone on record over and over to deny the existence of Antifa. And, um, this is a really big case in that, uh, so there are 29 felony counts against the 11 suspects accused of being part of those cells. Uh, included in that is felony conspiracy. And this is the first time anywhere in the United States that those who are accused of being part of Antifa have been charged with conspiracy. That's significant. Wow. This should be. Well, we
1: saw, we saw, uh, January 20th, 2017. They charged all those Antifa with conspiracy, but they actually got uh, the charges dismissed, filed the lawsuit, and then won millions of dollars from D.C.
2: Not surprised. What's yep. interesting
5: is if I'm against fascism, you would consider me anti-fascism. It doesn't make me part of Antifa because they could call their organization Happy Guys. And if they went around and beat people up, you don't even have to be happy to be in the Happy Guys. It's just a group name. They call it Antifa. We it doesn't it. mean anything, about, it hasn't anything to do with fascism. They're angry
1: and they're beating people on the street, apparently. We're, we're going to call our organization The Good Guys.
5: Yeah. Is
2: the, we're,
1: be like, we're literally the good guys. we are you talking about? Is the, it, <laughs> we're is called he, the good guys. What is the, <laughs> the ethos
5: of anti as an organization? I guess it's a lot of different disparate factions that are all kind of under an umbrella concept. Is that what you've been able to do? Like, but what is, do they want peace? Do they, are they
2: trying to re, renegotiate society in a way? Yes. So, broadly organizing under this concept of being against fascism, they believe in violent direct action as being one of the very effective tactics in achieving their goals. Up and including up to and including terroristic acts. And so the fact that Democrats have many have openly allied with this, um, Antifa branding and messaging, it's, I mean, that's really disturbing to me because Antifa is as anti liberal as it can be. These are people who believe that the response to speech and ideas and expressions that you disagree with is to attack, maim, and or kill those people who are expressing those views. That is what they actually believe, which is why when they organize their counter-direct actions, it's to bring, like in this case, uh, pepper spray, bats, um, other projectiles to throw at people's heads and beat them with bats. And, uh, you know, this violence is caught on the ca- on cameras quite often. And this evidence is still denied over and over. I hope that people read this story. Uh, you can also go to the San Diego County Prosecutor's Office and look at the charging documents. Um, and uh, I mean, th- re- part of the reason why these anti-file groups and cells have felt so empowered to carry out acts of violence over and over is, for the most part, they've been able to do with impunity. I want, I want to does point it, out it, when it comes to activism, there are two types. According to the
5: way humans look at Earth, there's direct action, and then there's action appealing to others, which is like Hey, you know, fix our streets, fix our streets, and there's direct action, which is
3: fixing the street.
5: Yeah, go out either economically or physically, changing it on your own.
1: Do, does it? Does this look like uh, tides are turning? Like maybe that we're going to start seeing some uh, action taken against anti is this, It's cause it's because
2: San Diego. No, it's because the. Prosecutor who is elected there is somebody who's willing to enforce the law. And actually, her candidate—I forget what year it was—recently where the she went into office. But during the campaign, the person who was running against her was a benefit for that campaign. I forget her name, but uh, the left-wing prosecutor candidate in San Diego County had benefited from uh, Soros super PAC or PAC money. So, unfortunately, San Diego voters had voted for somebody who appears to. Uh, want to apply the law evenly? Mm. I don't think this is a tide turning at all. If you scroll down the story, by the way, uh, so the arrests for these suspects actually happened around December of last oh, year, wow. and in some of the court documents um, that were retrieved from the the, the co-author, even not. Uh, scroll down a little more. Just after that, like th- these are some of the weapons that were wow. seized from the suspects. So, you know, these are people who have acts who bring deadly weapons to their so-called direct actions and have access to weapons that can kill lots of people and they explicitly they're allowed to but when you have a deadly
1: weapon and then you commit an assault on someone that should up the charges to assault with a deadly weapon
2: well they're they're open about their violent extremist views and their calls for killing people so i think yeah, I, I don't know if it's worth it to get well, into the Second Amendment. My, my view is
1: they got a First Amendment so they can say dumb things, but you can't incite to violence. They got a Second Amendment so they can walk around with guns while doing it, but they attacked people. They did. They hurt a dog. Allegedly. Allegedly. If you're going to go around with a weapon like that and actually attack people, you're committing assault with a deadly weapon. So that's a that's a much, much more serious charge. And good. That's what, it, that's what it's for. It seems
5: like this violent direct action that has been happening has been kind of lost in the noise the last couple years because there's so much news that mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of things. It's hard to sift through it, but it's real. And I feel like our government or National Guard should be on high alert against violent direct action right now.
2: Well, they are when it comes from the right.
3: Yeah, they're very focused on that. Yeah. Or the wrong. Right, uh, yeah. definitely not
2: the wrong. <laughs> who's
5: right the right or the wrong or the left i'm not sure what's going on here uh any anyhow maybe so far they have been and that's fine but i, I just all around we need to protect our streets and our and our people well it, when it, they
3: talk about fighting domestic terrorism they're not talking about these guys when merrick garland comes out there and he says you know domestic terrorism is this huge threat they're not talking about these antifa guys right they're talking about like the people that showed up in lansing and wanted their businesses to be allowed to be opened they're talking about you know parents at school board meetings parents at school yeah. Board meetings. Yeah. yeah exactly that's crazy
5: mm-hmm. it's important to point these violent direct actions out by all people when it's happening especially well, right now as the economy is inflating
6: even when that man was threatening to try to take brett kavanaugh out They were on the news saying, well, these threats definitely come from both sides. We need to keep in mind that it's, you know, from both sides. And we have to take into account, you know, I don't know, like parents at school board meetings and stuff. And I'm like, and it's it's just not accurate. Take the plank out of your own eye people before you try to get right. the speck out of the right wing's eye honestly <laughs> it's really exhausting if because- Trump
2: was responsible for the actions of some of his supporters I wonder why those who have been inciting violence day in and day out in response to the abortions that haven't been held responsible for the alleged actions of this foiled Murder-suicide plot.
6: Well, you could apply it retroactively too with the shooting at the baseball field where Steve Scalise almost died. That was mm-hmm. a Bernie supporter. Nobody cared about that. They didn't try to attach Bernie to him. We didn't either because we're not, we're like it's not Bernie doing this. In the same way, we said it's but not.
1: But the Trump thing doing too, five twenty-nine.
3: Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. The thing too, though, <laughs> is we that. saw even when Trump was in office, we saw the Democrat left saying that um, it was acceptable to harass and target. Members of the Trump administration when they were in public, right? I'm telling you Wasn't too. like Sa- Sarah Sanders was like basically at harassed yeah. at a Waffle House. She was harassed out of a Waffle House. Am I remembering this I, correctly? And I
6: Tucker and his
3: family. Yeah. And there were a lot, this happened a lot. Maxine Waters said mm-hmm. it, get in their face. It's happened you know. to me in DC. It happened yeah, to you 100%. in DC. It allegedly happened to you in New Orleans, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really you. Oh yeah. It oh, <laughs> oh, was yeah. not me. It happened to some random so Asian stranger. They, yeah. they keep doing that. Yeah. So wow. Bad. Sam
5: Hyde
1: level there
3: stuff. There
5: was
1: that video yeah. of that dude, he's like an Asian guy. And they're like, You're Andy No, and he's like, No, I'm not. I am and not. like, Yes you are and he's like, No, I'm not and it's clearly <laughs> oh, not no. you. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> it's it, like I don't know. I think it's because they don't actually know who you are. They've heard your name.
6: Yeah. So then mm. someone
1: sees an Asian guy and they're like, That's Andy he's No because legend. Asian guy must
3: be him. And then yeah. the people
1: who don't know him So this happened to me yeah. when I was at um, I was at uh, wh- which which university is up on the upper west side of New York? Is it Columbia? Columbia. Uh, Mike Cernovich was speaking there several years ago. So I uh, – yeah, several years ago. I went there to just go film and there's a protest and then someone yelled out, that's Tim Poole. Don't let him film you. No one knew who I was. So they all start looking around confused Is and then me? I look around <laughs> with them like, oh, who are we looking for, right? Because <laughs> I'm not stupid. I know if I – like. Oh, you just started looking around too? You're like, oh, I acted no, like they Jesus. acted. I acted yeah. because it made it impossible. <laughs> That's sweet. So they pointed out some old guy with a camera what? and a vest and they, some, some dude starts going, you're the reason that we as are, And this old guy is going like, like shrugging, but now everyone's looking at him. Then the activist goes, no, no, not him, him, him. And he's pointing at me. And then I'm just looking around like, what's going on? Like. <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> they figured out he was talking about me. Some young woman went to the, to the police there and started making things up about me. Saying this guy's violent and he's trying to—he's he's telling his friends to come and kill us right now. And then I walked up and I pulled out my my press card, of which I have numerous because mm-hmm. I worked at Vice, I worked at ABC. And then I was like, "Sir, I don't know these people." And then I showed them. And they were like, "We're sorry about that, man." And then they actually were just like, "Ma'am, you go away." And then she got really angry, like, "Oh, her lies didn't work." Mm-hmm. But they don't actually know. So when they see an Asian guy and someone says Andy No, they're like, "That's him. That's all that matters." Because they're—they're psychotic, you know what I mean? Right. Well, I have, I'm appealing now as indirect, nonviolent action to the FBI.
5: If you guys want to stop street violence like J. Edgar Hoover did with the mob, I mean, now's the time. We got they to are nip, the mob. Come mm-hmm. on. Nip it in the bud because these guys, if they're really organizing and beating people up on the streets, we got to stop it now. Mm. I
3: don't think
6: they have
1: I don't think you understand, that. Ian. I'm just asking. If you guys are listening right Questions. now, I'm asking you, do you want Should to stop they it? Because they do the So, so, they, so they like, i got to say, it again, I'm I'm not gonna say assume. Ian, you're, you're saying, I know you're beating me up, but if you want to stop you
5: from beating me up, no, I'm talking about these these guys dressed in black kicking dogs on the, the street, feds, right? Shooting. I don't know if there are people involved in it that work for the national government or not, but if you're listening, which you are listening right now, and you want to stop this, now's the time. The
1: left mm. even thinks they're feds. Mm-hmm. Like they all accuse each other of being cops. So when uh like I said, people show up in front of the home of a Supreme Court justice openly breaking the law and Gen Seki says we encourage this. You're asking insane. them to it's arrest like, themselves.
5: It's like I'm their people are, are building s- the sand humps dunes and I'm saying do you let's just start taking the sand and putting it in another area. It's we're not going to ch- fix it tonight but it's so one they want step the time. it to it's happen. like these stories Why that Andy would they stop up, it? I they is very vague. I'm not not everyone in the federal government is monolithic. No, Jen th-
1: Psaki says we encourage this. That's Biden's DOJ. Yep. Why would Merrick Garland, appointed by Biden, go up against what? Their oh, I'm not talking occurred? to Merrick
5: Garland. I'm talking to the people working at the FBI. You guys. And who do you? They,
1: who do they take orders from to go out and do these things? It's the DOJ. It's 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 Biden's appointees, and Jen Psaki clearly stated we encourage. This. I understand mm-hmm.
5: that you receive orders from your superior, but if it's a bad order, you have an
1: obligation. There's also enforcing orders they haven't been given. The point is. If whistleblowers are coming out and saying the FBI is purging conservatives, Genseki says we encourage their behavior. Merrick Garland won't take action against them, and was appointed by Biden. Don't expect to ask the administration that is encouraging this to happen to enforce anything against it. It's like saying a dude going out. It's like I'm going to go buy a, a pie. You should stop yourself from buying pie. He's going to be like, bro. I told you, I want this. I'm not
5: expecting anything out of this. I'm just saying we got the we got the machine in place to work on this stuff. So let's work on it. Who? What do you mean? We have an FBI. They they investigate domestic crimes. That's what we do. Do they? I'm not. I'm, I'm mm. not. Yeah, mm. Cynicism no, no. is not going to get us out
1: of this. Let me let me try this
3: again. Yeah, but they're the, already the FBI. Not doing it. This whole is, they.
1: Is, the the FBI is Joe Biden's Department of Justice. Jen Seki said I, that their administration is encouraging the protests. The FBI. Why would the FBI? The FBI doesn't
5: report to Joe Biden. The FBI reports to itself.
1: Sure, I, I, in, in a manner of speaking, but if whistleblowers are saying they've purged conservatives, Merrick Garland is the one who's in charge. Why are they going to enforce against what they I'm want? I'm not talking to Merrick Garland. I mean, Merrick, if you're listening, right, you're, 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 I'm you're talking to you I'm talking to the, like talking the, the, the last Americans few, that are listening right now. You said to the FBI.
5: Yeah, everybody that's there, everyone that has the opportunity to do something about this now. Now. Now we we start moving now and we can fix our economy.
4: They're, they're too busy trying to coax mentally ill people to do mm. the, their work for them. Um, but uh yeah uh, a lot of people know Ian <laughs>
5: I've said my piece my friends I love you
1: alright let's go to Super Chats if you haven't already <laughs> would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to the channel share the show with your friends and head over to TimCast.com become a member to support our work you'll get access to exclusive segments of this show Monday through Thursday at 11pm It's a huge library of all of these members only shows check mm-hmm. them out and uh, we will read your Super Chats we got a whole bunch alright Jeff Pearson says, the government is the only entity that can create inflation. It is not a natural product of the market. It is purely a printing press issue. That's not true. Banks can create inflation if they're cheating. But, you know, like when the government engages in a Ponzi scheme, we just go, sure.
6: Yeah.
1: Right. All right. Let's see. We got Grofty says, buck, buck, buck. Oh,
6: yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Uh Rip shoe on egg. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys hear? Oh, yeah. yeah. That shoe was so sad. Passed. I
3: heard. Mm-hmm. No known next of kin? No. Wait, well, who, who I was wrong about that. Uh, shoe on egg. egg. Our chicken. Old chicken.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a chicken. Died. A Even chicken, ed. sorry. Named shoe on egg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I misheard it and I... Yeah. Very, very dark for Oh, no.
6: So, egg.
1: So uh, yeah. I was told by our chicken tender, Kim, Aww. that the two adopted ones are really old yeah. and probably not going to make it much longer. She did have a next of kin. Oh. A sister is an next of kin. Okay. She, yeah, so I didn't realize, you know. Too, yeah. But no children. Oh. And so I'm wondering, though, I don't think they were laying eggs. Okay. So, and if that's the case, there's no...
3: Yeah, they stopped laying. So shoe on egg was the, the end of the line, she, really. Yeah.
6: yeah okay. Yeah.
1: Sad. I wonder if we incubated any of their babies, though. I
6: don't, Maybe. I don't know.
1: They were laying eggs over, over a year ago, and they stopped. Mm-hmm. And they've been just not doing well. There was actually a third chicken... That didn't make it because they were just not doing well mm-hmm. it's unfortunate. They lived unfortunate
6: good life died of old age
1: yeah yeah
3: yep. it's a good life in chicken city That's did it right. become
2: a meal
1: no <laughs> no, no I, I think we would have had to have moved faster <laughs> oh on, that on makes converting sense. it into food yeah
3: i think you have to kill it yourself really to Light. make it be yeah, it has to be fresh yeah, yeah. yeah. make it be food yeah.
1: but we have we have some gags in mind for the vlog we'll see what happens an orange sea lion says, has coffee brand coffee left you hyper? Well, Andy know will surely lead to another <laughs> swatting that will leave you speechless by Michael Knowles, oh now available in paperback. That was good. That was, really that, good, was that was a good double <laughs> super chat.
6: Andy mm. knows unmasking right. will lead to speechless.
1: Yeah. mm-hmm David Box says, I drive a 99 Suburban and it costs nearly $200 to fill it up. It has a 42 gallon tank. Biden has to go or America is screwed. Mm. Come on, man. Just, just get a Tesla. That's right. It's only $54,000. Come on. You know, how hard is that really? You just work for a couple days and then <laughs> I think I yeah. think these like – You
3: just send your son to Ukraine to make you a lot of money. Okay. Exactly. You buy yourself a Tesla. Look, come you get on. your kid
1: in Ukraine for one month and you can buy yourself a couple.
3: Right, yeah.
1: A couple Teslas. That's that easy, yeah? Huh? Make sure you're sharing bank accounts though. Otherwise, right. it's illegal because he's transferring money to mm-hmm. you.
6: Right, That's but right. so is sharing bank accounts. Okay, never mind. Yep. <laughs> never mind.
1: Okay, what do we get? Adrian Contreras says, you're talking about the Fed and natural gas with Ian and Luke sitting there? Why do you hate us, Tim? (laughs) Natural gas.
3: That's methane. That's
1: right. Amongst other things, I think. Pedro Henrique says, Tim, did you see Bolsonaro calling out Mark Ruffles on Twitter? The Hollywood establishment is going nuts with the idea of him being reelected. Well, there you go. Oh, hey, what's this? Rye Lyon says Phoenix Ammunition has been suspended
6: from Twitter. Yeah. Free Phoenix. That's right. Oh, I man. don't know why. He said he was eating dinner with his family and then he came back and he's suspended permanently. So I have no clue what he wow. did. permanently. The yeah. permanent, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah
5: is. it might have been the the way the name of his account. He changed his name to like blow the lung out Phoenix Ammunition blow the making fun of that Biden <laughs> oh. statement oh. about getting the lung blown out. Yeah. And it looked right. like it was
1: like telling people to
5: do yeah. it.
2: Hmm. Grand
1: Kai says, 64% of U.S. Electri- electricity currently comes from natural gas. Most common way we get natural gas, it's a byproduct of drilling for oil. Oh.
5: Oh, you
1: can also get it from the bottom of trash heaps. Produces natural methane. Yeah, they, 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 they cover the dumps mm-hmm. and then capture all the methane gas. That's and. That's Staten Island. There <you> Yes, go. <laughs> right. <laughs> there
3: you
1: go. All right. Adrian Contreras says, what happens if 150 million people are trying to charge a freaking car at once? We can't even sustain running our air conditioning in CA without blowing out the power grid. That's right.
3: There's going to be a huge shortfall apparently this summer mm, of
1: electricity. Rolling brownouts yeah,
3: of electricity in California.
1: I'm really yeah. excited because we got our solar completed.
3: No, nicely done. Yep.
1: Mm. Tesla uh, failed us. Mm-hmm. Boo.
3: Yeah. Boo. Oh, you were going to do Tesla solar?
1: So we did Tesla. We have we have a couple different facilities. Our new facility that we're building. We've got solar we're getting set up. We tried Tesla. They vanished for a year. And oh, we just went, no. no idea what's going on. They finally showed up and delivered all the equipment. And we're like, all oh, right. And then they went, hey, wait a minute. This won't fit your building. And then we were like, what? And they're like, also, we got to shut off all your power to your studio for several hours. Mm. And then Hope, the electric company, turns it back on. And I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Maybe not>. uh, <laughs> you not didn't tell us that was going to happen. This other company showed up right away, installed everything, and said, we got to wait for permitting. Permitting took a bit, to be fair. And they came and finished all the work. And I didn't even see them.
6: Free market. Nicely done
1: yeah smaller companies
6: mm-hmm. and
1: I like Tesla you know Elon what up? It looks
5: like he's working on it. Uh, Elon and Tesla are working on a new manganese battery cell. oh interesting I've also heard
1: them talking about graphene batteries, graphene batteries hmm.
0: yeah.
1: Jeff Pearson says world inflation increases because of the central banks and printing of the u s dollar government creates inflation yep, inflation is theft. well, right. it's not the printing of money it's the um what, what are we on now? are we on an infinite reserve? They, they removed the reserve. Uh, 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 fractional reserves banking is how the money supply is expanded. Uh, upon the issuance of debt, money is created in the system. So you buy a house. They just create the money, put it in your bank account. So no one's actually lending it. But they have to have a certain amount of money available in reserve. Someone told me that because of the pandemic, they removed the reserve cap. Now it's infinite. They can just – Yeah, from, it you know, is. That's why the money supply is skyrocketing if you look at the M1 money It's support.
5: so difficult to tell, and I would doubt that they would ever come out on the news and be like, now banks can print as much money as they want out of nothing. Like they're not going <laughs> to tell anyone. But, but, they're gonna tell they're anyone.
3: just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Print I think is like the wrong word because it implies there's some kind of process by which the money is entering circulation. like Like a machine makes it, and then they like test it. They're literally just in the bank going, like, one million dollars, enter. So weird. And then it's like, boop, there it is. So weird. How
3: does that... Really?
1: Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah, isn't that weird? That's not a... That's not a good situation. Every no. time you know. spend money on That's a credit card. That's fantasy money. Yeah, every is. time
1: you spend money on a credit card, you're creating money.
3: Unicorn money. That's mm-hmm. fantasy money.
1: That is fantasy money. Don't That's like right. that. Take oh, it away.
3: Bad. Which indicates <laughs> either of you. <laughs> if we, if we yeah, I, I told you so. It kind of makes it sound like if
5: it's if it's invisible fake money, then if we get rid of it, it won't be that bad.
3: <laughs> mm, that's what it sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> right? But if that's the only money in your account, and they just start decreasing your zeros, like then okay. you're screwed. One of my favorite bits ever
1: was by the the Rap News guys, and they did a, a Ron Paul rap, and
3: mm-hmm. then
1: Ron Paul at the end is like wearing all these gold chains, and he's like, "I'm Ron Paul, and I approve this message." And then Paul gets big, and then a square appears around the AU and Paul, and it turns into the, <laughs> the old
6: the gold. The period,
1: the periodic element. For, I was <laughs> yeah. like, that was That's genius. Clever. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Absolutely genius. AU and Paul for gold. <laughs> nice. Isn't that weird that Ron Paul, it's like the AU is right there? It yeah. just worked out so perfectly. It's not a like. coincidence. Alright. Raina says, Dr. Pamela Susan Fairchild at the University of Michigan is performing transition surgeries on young children. Do that information as you will. Wow. Mm-hmm.
3: Wait, who was it? Tell me that again. Pamela Susan
1: Fairchild? I'm
3: going to write that down. Yeah. Is that a prominent person or something? I don't know. I'm going to find out, though. Let's find out.
1: Helmsway says, I ate some people. of the keto cake Sour Patch Lids made today. Life is better for the moment.
6: Oh, I'm happy to hear that. We had that's fun wonderful. making uh, keto angel food cake. I also mm. made keto hummingbird cake. I don't think that one was like, as good, but people seem to enjoy it. So thanks, Brian
1: salt of the street says love everything y'all do we here at salt of the streets podcast are trying to do our part too. tomorrow at noon we'll be live on youtube talking about many of the same issues covered tonight hope to see you there very nice thank very you for the cool.
6: super chat yeah
4: all right
1: where are we at rodolfo ramirez says leftists see the individual conservatives see the statistics hmm.
6: yeah well maybe
1: no what? saint says Jeremy did get swatted again, but Coffee Brand Coffee has an amazing had amazing
4: sales the last two days. Weird. Ricketta also is talking about getting swatted as well. Yeah, I heard Honest. they both yeah. got yeah. swatted. Yep. Yeah. Wow, man,
6: it's going around, It's catching.
1: H Music says Ruth sent us posted the school and daily schedule of Amy Coney Barrett after the would be assassin at Kavanaugh's house, saying this is the time now that a wake up call has been sent. I mean, they're they're like they're literally calling for war. Yeah. They said, call to arms. They said, here's the address. It is stochastic terror outright.
3: And they say that that's what we're doing. Right. They Everything it's they say projection. we're doing is what they are doing.
1: Meanwhile, Mitch McConnell's like, slow down. Because he's
6: a turtle.
3: I, I, I do think McConnell should get some credit for not letting Garland on the Supreme Court. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. that's yep. like the one really good thing he did. Thank goodness. <laughs>
1: Harley Chuck says, Tim, go watch Wendover Productions' video on rising gas prices. Very enlightening. Also, you want people from the left who can back up their positions. Go watch some more news and Timba on toast. Well, all right. Stronger Than Stone says, do you think government and state officials in red states and counties are in talks about the possibility of civil war, secession, and the supply shortages? I believe they are, yes. Mm because we've had for 4 years mainstream media from like the guardian, the atlantic, new york mag talking about a civil war coming. There's no way that government officials have not been being briefed, have not been briefed on that. And you got to keep in mind a lot of those companies you're naming off are
5: owned by BlackRock. So the com- BlackRock would love to see a United Black States Rock. civil war. BlackRock. Black they, yeah. they would a <laughs> multinational <laughs> corporate conglomerate megacore, They want us to go to war with ourselves so that it'll fall. Uh, this union is the strongest
1: defense mechanism we have against corporate oligarchy. White paper cat says,
4: "I hope you find the punks that keep swatting you." Yeah, me too.
6: Yeah, yeah.
4: I know. It's like it's like the government's incompetent here and mm-hmm. can't That's do their cr- job. Crazy. Kane the
1: Fourth says, "Fallout says war never changes." Metal Gear says war has changed. Might be the guns of the Patriots instead of proxy wars with current day media. Fallout's a great game, by the way. Oh, white paper with another big super chat. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Brian says Republicans are the minority. They cannot hold hearings. There is nothing stopping anyone from the smallest state level to the highest federal level of holding their own hearing. I mean, they can have people come in and, and testify and do whatever they want. Like, nothing's coming from the January 6th hearings. It's not like they're bringing people in and actually having them do anything meaningful.
6: I heard their ratings were not good.
1: Bob Get. oh, really? Do we have the ratings numbers?
6: No, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Bob Gett
1: says, news. why aren't conservatives suing to disqualify Democrats who supported the BLM rides in 2020? BLM declared revolution against the U.S. Their supporters cannot hold office because the Democrats and the Republicans are the uniparty. Donald Trump got in. Bernie Sanders didn't. That's all that matters. And the Republicans are doing everything in their power to oust Donald Trump. You know what, though? I think things will change very, very much so when the boomers age out because they just won't let go. The boomers in politics, they are the uniparty. It's going to be very different.
5: Yeah, it seems like there's an economic calamity and they don't know what to do about it. They're just not there mentally, capacity-wise. So they're turning on each other to attempt to seem relevant. It's political persecution crap, but we have bigger fish to fry.
6: So Just News says that... um Comparable uh, political events draw drew in far more people than the January 6 hearings, which is in but no, way no surprising. Number? There are numbers. Almost 20 million viewers tuned in for the hearing on Thursday night, according to the Hill. By contrast, President Biden's State of the Union address in March pulled in 38 million viewers in 2018. Then President Donald Trump's first State of the Union attracted over 45 million. For the New York wow. Post, I mean, 20 million is still a lot of it's people. It's not nothing. Yeah. yeah, 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 but still, yep, definitely not what they were hoping for.
1: Well, they got every major network to just give them an open mic night.
6: Except Fox, right?
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. So are they counting Fox in those numbers? No, I don't think so. Because Fox was probably like 3 million. Not sure. Tucker probably got 3 to 5 million. Postal Pacifist says January 6th was not an isolated incident. Look up January 6th, 2017. Protesters broke into the Capitol, albeit on a smaller scale. To protest the votes being counted and then candidate Trump. Really? That happened?
6: January 6, 2017. Let me look that up.
1: Hmm. Forest Viking says, Tim, a billboard of the carnage of 529 and a link or QR leading everyone to a page explaining what happened. Most billboards do not allow politics. Mm. Yep. Or anything related to politics. We actually had one billboard say because our ads says politics in it. They were mm-hmm. like, we don't want that. Really? Yeah. They're like, we have a book coming out. We have music. They're like, those are fine.
3: Mm-hmm. They're
1: like, but politics is, it opens the door. It it has a lot to do with laws around politics. Mm-hmm. So there's concerns that they're like, we do not want to get involved in that FEC stuff because, you know, then they got to they fill out paperwork and stuff like that. Others are just like, don't care. Give me money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Debranc says it costs just as much or more to charge your Tesla as it does to fill up a tank of gas. Check the price of electricity. Mm. We have solar. Well, not here. We will, at the new facility, be able to charge off of the sky. Yeah.
3: That'd be great. So, is your solar connected to the grid? Because solar yes. gets connected to the grid, and yeah. then you basically get a discount on the energy solar that you're buying from yeah. the grid. Yeah,
1: they do, but but only if you're actually <coughs> so only if if you use their energy. Mm-hmm. So usually, what happens is you get credits if during the day you're kicking back into the grid. Mm-hmm. Then at night, you'll get credit. You'll so just draw you, it down. You, you never really make money. You get a discount, right? You know, so for the most part, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever.
3: Right. Yeah. But But it's like you're supplying extra energy for the grid as well.
1: Yeah. Now, another thing is most solar uh, has batteries in your house. So Mm -hmm. we maxed out. We are like, give us the most you possibly can. So during the day, you charge up the batteries to full, and then at night, they deplete. So we're, we'll basically be off the grid oh, it, that's, completely.
3: Yeah, oh. that's
5: cool. Big problem with grids is if, like, you a giant city, huge city grid. If yeah, one area goes down, they shut down the entire grid That's why I was asking it. about it, yeah, because if, if,
3: you don't want your stuff to get shut down.
5: Because right, you need your yeah. house to be
1: able to detach.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's huge. And keep it rolling when the rest goes down. All right. Austin DeWersk says, been a longtime supporter. If I wanted to sponsor the show to promote my podcast formula fellas on all major platforms, where would I go? Could be useful for other fans of the show who want to offer more support and help with expanding your app. So we have there's actually depending on where you listen, if you listen on YouTube, there's a different company. The the on YouTube is where uh if you go to like the about section, I think is where we have the email contact for the sales. I don't know the email for the podcast sales. I think they do direct sales completely I on their mean, own. Yeah, I don't know if they do solicitation, but you can email spin the UFO, I suppose. You can, yeah. Hunter Counts says, Tim says this like the Republican Party aren't obviously controlled opposition. They're not controlled opposition. They are the uniparty. They are the establishment. Yep. That's it. There you go. It's like I'm not going to. They are one. Yeah, I'm not going to be like Antifa is secretly working with Antifa. I'm like, they are Antifa.
3: Right. That's who
1: they are. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says Ian deserves a hard 20 tonight. Swat the like button. That's right. Swat that like button. Thank you, Raymond. And definitely click that like button. Indeed. All right. Matt Fantazi says, Libby, Tim, you guys should get eyes on a story in Utah. Local DA is accused of ritual abuse of children. Watch interview on Quite Frankly Yesterday with Zell Brothers, who have source inside investigation. Story is crazy.
3: I'm going to write it down.
6: Yeah. Do it.
1: Utah Local DA, Systematic Abuse of Children, Quite Frankly Yesterday with Zell Brothers. Cold Slimes, as you mentioned, the apple pie law in Massachusetts. They still have a law that a flag bearer must be present 100 feet in front of an automobile in order not to scare the horses.
6: Oh, wow. wow. That's a great law. That's very
1: cool. Yeah. And so, why aren't people getting arrested?
6: Yeah, what the heck? Not enforced. Yep. Still there.
1: Police don't get to just choose. That's not fair.
3: <laughs> that would be hysterical, though, if they just went out to every car, like, yo. You're literally all arrested. Times have changed. All everyone, of you, yeah.
6: <laughs> They could if they wanted to, right? If MLP
1: says Citizens United versus Federal Election Commission justices rule five to four. Supreme Court rules corporations are people.
4: Wake up, people. That's right. Corporations are people, my friend. Yeah. Citizens United is nuts. Except mm. they don't go to jail when they commit crimes and poison right. people and steal people's property and then rob people of their wealth and happiness. And steal
3: all the water. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, Nestle. Nestle. Poison mm-hmm. the food supply. Well, I, who, who was
1: so it? Some, it was, maybe it was one of the libertarian guys calling for the corporate death penalty. Interesting. Which is that, that when, when corporations commit egregious acts, they lose their... their, their They're dissolved. Yeah. They, yeah, get, but no, they just d- dissolved.
3: You know that they would just... Uh, corporate the corporate entities that exist now would just use ESG as a as a reason to kill companies and then they would just go after Tesla
1: oh they would they would use the corporate death penalty for their own means right. yeah yep. I mean if you don't, don't want to use for
3: ESG don't put that in place
1: David C. Cronk senior says for shame Tim even the word innuendo is bottom friendly
3: yeah <laughs>
1: <In-urendo.
6: laughs> <laughs> Cronk uh,
1: all right Peanut Pirate says Tim implementing speed limits actually causes more wrecks. In the 90s Montana didn't have a speed limit on the highway, and in 2000 they set limits, car crashes went up considerably. Interesting. I remember the same thing for stop signs. Yeah. I was I read somewhere that stop signs increased the uh the accidents because what happened was when there were no stop signs everybody would would cautiously approach the intersection, but when they put up stop signs, some people think I'm going to blow the stop sign, but the other person won't.
5: Or right, you won't have right. a stop sign, and they will, so you'll assume they're going to stop, and exactly. you just won't even look. But like
3: Nancy Pelosi's stop. husband. Isn't that what he did? Right? Yeah, he, he, so, yeah. Well, he was drunk. Yeah, but so also, drunk. but first he rammed his uh, Porsche into a Jeep, yeah. oh, blowing really? a stop sign. While and he was then, drunk? Yeah, well, then later he got picked up on the DUI. Mm. And I think they let him off.
1: Well, we should let him go. I, I mean, wonder come why.
3: On. Why he would we,
1: we We cannot oh, be a country. Could you imagine what the streets would be like If the nobles were being locked up?
3: Rebel. I just don't know what would happen. No. They would send their shock troops. We need
1: gentlemen to be free to reign over the rebel.
3: We need them to be able to ram their Porsches
1: into jeeps.
3: That's right. That's really important. Well, Libby, have you asked?
1: Maybe the jeep deserved it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The jeep always (laughs) deserves it. That's fair, yeah. (laughs) I bet the jeep wasn't even damaged. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) All right, please. please uh And full. And in, in all seriousness, don't drive drunk, man. Please don't. Yeah. yeah. People. People get like insanely confident, and that's the problem. But uh hey, really? so- I do
3: not get insanely confident if I have a lot to drink. At all. But people, yeah, they yeah. think
1: like, no, I'm fine. I can drive, and it's like, dude, you're drunk. You don't. You, you're wrong. Give like, you yeah me your car
3: Definitely, keys, cannot drive.
1: <laughs> Clayton Johnson says the big question for Ian is who owns State Street Blackrock and Vanguard that's what I asked Luke
5: earlier I mean, you know, each other people yeah they own each other which yeah. is weird when you start looking into it and it's then Ouroboros. but I, I I don't know the names you know and that's probably it's probably out there
1: yeah, sure it is okay what do we get Scott Merue says stop with all the democracy talk the US is a constitutional republic only representative uh, from your district vote you don't you know, it's funny because I feel like people who don't watch the show regularly will say that all the time when we make that point way too often. Like we talk about how we're not a democracy all the time. Mm-hmm. Then someone tunes in like for the first time or like, like once in a while know? and they're like, "Yeah, like when people are, we we I, I think we've made probably like a hundred grand and people telling us to watch Yuri Besmanov. No, <laughs> I'm not exaggerating that. that number. I'm willing to bet like a hundred thousand dollars. In people being like, watch the Yuri Bezmenov interview, and it's like, oh, another one. You like, got twelve wish of those I per minute.
6: A dollar for every time. Jeez. No, I Don't
1: think we get dollar five dollars every, every time? time. That's
6: great. It's yeah, perfect. That's nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> even better than the dollar. Yeah, I need a fund for Yuri Bezmenov.
5: <laughs> I think I'm supposed to watch that.
6: You should do that. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Your pal Jody says, as the founding father Patrick Henry once said, "Give me liberty, or give me death." Those dudes. We will hard. not obey. Do not tread on me. Vote in local elections. Run for local office. Yeah, wasn't it like 45 people are running in Alaska?
6: Really? Some
1: ridiculous number. because Everybody's like, we are stepping up to the plate.
6: Good for them.
1: Yep. It's an uphill battle.
6: Cause chaos. But yes. it can
1: be won. And Marjorie Taylor Greene proves it. Lauren Boebert proves it. Thomas Massey proves it. Donald Trump proves it. Rand Paul. Yeah, all It of is these, possible.
3: Uh, all of these overturning school boards as well. There's right. all yes. these school boards where conservatives are Chase being Bellen elected losing.
6: in. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff.
2: Recall efforts in San Francisco. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Chessa, was it, Is it Boudin? That How do you pronounce it? it? Boudin. Boudin. Boudin? I was calling him Bowden. I was Boudin. calling him
1: <laughs>
3: Cheesa. <laughs> cheesa? <laughs> Cheesy Bowden. Chees <laughs> We Cheesy were talking Bowden. about that yesterday on Andy's podcast. It was so fascinating that he got taken out. Yeah. You know who really loved him was those white progressives and everybody else. They sure like, did. Oh, they sure loved don't him. do
6: like that.
1: Daniel... Trunka says, "Any chance next time you guys get swatted, you can make a quick transition to the RV you used in Tennessee, Ooh. rather than drop the show? Keep it the great work. Mm. I don't think you can because how do we
6: transfer the show over? We there? would
1: we would need like a remote camera setup, like a remote rig connecting already to this one or something. I
6: bet anything, it's could possible.
1: Do it. Maybe we'll build something similar, like something like that for the next uh, studio. I uh, I don't think the new location is going to have any problems ever.
6: Never, none. none, no, yeah, yeah, probably not,
1: none." Yeah. <laughs> West Virginia is a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
3: <laughs> West Virginia, that's right. You told yeah. me about West yeah. Virginia. It is a different story.
1: Very, yeah. very different story. <laughs>
3: yeah. a All place. right.
1: <laughs> Adam Cloud says reread The Giver recently. And I'm pretty sure the pills they gave the twelves were puberty blockers. Children belong to society and you apply to receive a child from the state. Jeez.
3: Hmm. Interesting. That's messed up.
1: All right.
0: Ooh,
1: YouTube jump. Classic YouTube. Yep. Once we get to the bottom. All right, what's this? Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Ian, you hear about Ford using graphene in new trucks?
5: Yeah, I was just reading about that. I think there's actually a TimCast.com article about it from Adrian Norman. Um, They're working with Rice University, and they're like... They're they're breaking back. I think what they're doing is they're using lasers to break back down materials of old failing trucks, and then they're putting the graphene that's created from the laser, which is called flashing the the carbon, and they're putting it back into the new materials to make them lighter and know. more sound resistant. Wow.
1: Let's see. Um, Cinero says, they announced the suspension of the 10% reserve requirement on the Fed website in 2020. Wow. Tell me that again. They suspended the 10% reserve requirement. It was on the Fed's website in 2020.
5: Well, there it is. Now it's infinite reserve lending, if that's that, true.
1: If that, if, if, I mean... <laughs> suspended until further... Just Google it real quick, because that basically means the country ended on that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't realize that's them pulling the plug out of the middle of the ocean and the, all of the water being flushed out. Because if they can just give out infinite money with no restraint... This is why you're seeing inflation skyrocket rapidly and why it won't stop and the economy is going to implode completely.
4: Yeah. This is what led to the 2008 housing market crisis.
1: Well, they saw the reserve requirement. This is different.
5: Well, yeah, of course. This is not easy to find at first glance. Banks are no longer required to hold reserves. This is from April 2020 from libertarianinvestments.com. Mm-hmm. If that's true, man. That's really policy. scary. Yeah. yeah. Press release from the federal reserve. Gov. Federal Reserve actions to support the flow of credit to households and businesses. This is March of 2020.
1: All right. Well, we'll just get this one more right here. Corgi says, Tim, are you guys hiring right now? My friend at the Washington Post just lost her job. She's wicked <laughs> no, smart. No. Just don't make jokes no, around no, her. She's no. bipolar.
0: <laughs> no. 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 What was great
3: was Felicia Sanmez in going totally crazy for a couple of days proved that the joke was kind of right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. really did prove it.
6: <laughs> wow. That's great. Well, I
1: don't think she's going to be getting a job anytime soon.
6: Not from us. Yeah. I mean, she wouldn't no. stop. They were asked no. like, please
1: stop. They even posted something saying like, as part of the policy, You know, here's what's funny. So for those that don't know, this Washington Post reporter like lost it on Twitter, yeah. was yelling at all like, because some dude made it, like retweeted a joke.
3: It was even kind of funny. It, it was a great it, joke. The joke, was, the joke it. he retweeted
1: yeah. was, was so every hilarious. woman is bi, <laughs> you just need to find out if it's polar or sexual. And
3: you do. That's true. And
1: so she complained. He got suspended, David Weigel. She kept going on complaining.
3: He apologized so, and got suspended. Yeah. yeah.
1: She kept going on and complained about the work environment. And then the Washington Post published, we have new policies. If you do these things, you, like the, you cannot do these things. And it basically said attacking your colleagues on, in, on the social media. on social media, And then she kept doing it. And then they fired her. It was clear they created that policy for her. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then she, she broke it. And then she broke it. And they were like, they wanted to fire her. They needed a way to fire her cleanly. So they made the policy. She broke it. They fired her. Who in their right mind would hire her ever again?
3: Mm-hmm. She's Maybe she'll get a sub stack
1: yeah she'll get a son, or she'll go to like Jezebel or something right
3: yeah right. probably something like
1: that alright everyone if you haven't already smash the like button subscribe to this channel share the show that is the most powerful thing you can do if every single person who watched just posted it on social media we would be the biggest show in the world overnight that would be awesome we really do appreciate your support you can follow the show at TimCastIRL on Instagram where we post clips we got banned on TikTok Boop. whatever you can follow me everywhere Twitter and Instagram at TimCast Andy do you want to shut anything up?
2: Yeah, my Twitter handle is Mr. Andy I have a link tree it's slash A N D Y N G O. It's just my name. Thank you, everyone.
3: I'm Libby Emmons. I'm at Libby Emmons on Twitter, and I'm up at the Post Millennial every day.
4: Sweet. And uh, if you guys like the shirt that I'm wearing, you can get your own on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. I think it's important for people to speak up and raise their voice. Wearing a shirt is one very easy way to do that, and it's your small, you know, your small way of doing activism. I got a lot of different shirts all on thebestpoliticalshirts.com, and because you're there, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Uh, I want to tell you guys a little
5: story about the Federal Reserve requirements because it looks like they may have gotten rid of any reserve requirement. This is from federalreserve.gov. It says here, reserve requirements. For many years, reserve requirements played a central role in the implementation of monetary policy by creating a stable demand for reserves. In January 20, 2019, the FOMC announced its intention to implement monetary policy in an ample reserves regime. Reserve requirements do not play a significant role in this operating framework. Anyway, it's obfuscation, but here it comes. In light of the shift to an ample reserves regime, the board has reduced reserve requirement ratios to 0%, <laughs> effective on March 26th. This wow. is 2020. The beginning of the next reserve maintenance period, this action eliminates reserve requirements for thousands of depository institutions that will was, help to support lending to that households
1: and pre- businesses. That was pre-COVID. That was right yeah. yeah. around yeah. the time the COVID stuff started happening. Yeah.
6: Interesting. I mean,
1: yeah, they
5: must have had no idea it was going to happen.
6: Yeah, probably. I'm not, not going into know. conspiracies. Yeah. Hey, everyone. I I, do, I don't
5: do know you, but if I did, I'd probably tell you I loved you to your face. So have a good night. I'm Ian Cross, and I'll catch you next week.
6: And I am Sarah Patchlids on Twitter and Minds.com. You can find all of my socials, all my writing, and my cat at sarahpatchlids.me.
1: Check out chickencitylive.com if oh, you yeah. want to watch Sleeping Chickens right now. Do chicken stuff. We have too many chickens because they had a ton of babies, and then we, we grew the babies, and now we got way too many babies, but it's fun to watch. And, uh, yeah. Uh, hang out, hang out over there because there's a chat, and it's a, it's another live show with. But you know, it's chickens, and um, it's great. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Thanks for hanging out.
6: Bye guys.
0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW for avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.